Enter now the age of apocalypse, Shiga, with your hosts, Dayspring and Scott Free. The name's Cable. Remember it. And the only people who can stop apocalypse are the mutants known as Dayspring, Scott Free, and Michelle. This is Captain America, and we need to defeat apocalypse. What's up, Familia? We have a very special episode of Power of X-Men today. Get comfortable. It's going to be like three hours. (laughs) Settle in. (laughs) Settle in. We have a really, really big discussion ahead of us. We're going to be talking about our top 10 favorite costumes in the X-Men universe. And of course, we had to bring in the team, the entire team. Well, not the entire team, but <laughs> a lot of our sassy, sassy co-hosts here. First up, it's Latvarian Lad. What up, everybody? How's it going? And of course, we have Hammy back as well. Yes. Wow. Everyone, I can hear everyone cheering from here. Listen to the Rory, Rory's <laughs> applause. And Flickman. Hello, everyone. Howdy from Texas. Oh, yeehaw. I mean, we're all over the map tonight, like literally. Four different time zones. I was so confused when we were trying to figure out the time zone situation. (laughs) I was like, I just give up. And then, Sean, you like threw a wrench in the program when you were like, hey, can we start 30 minutes early? And I was like, I don't know what 30 minutes early is supposed to be. It was like an exam question to figure out what time that actually was for everybody, but we managed to sort it. We figured it, it out. Eventually. Hammy figured it out. It Hammy was very embarrassing for all yeah. of us. But Hammy said something about like, Sean is on British summertime. Is that, did I get that terminology correctly? Or am I making something up? I didn't know there was a British summertime. I'm like that big of an idiot. I Googled it. So <laughs> I think it's something like our daylight savings time, right? Yeah. Like it changes yeah. Yeah. seasonally. Yeah. 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 I've, I've it's just it's exactly it. like daylight savings time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be discussing our top 10 favorite outfits. But before we get into it, we should talk about some news items that have hit the interwebs recently. And yesterday, I feel the entire internet stood still because the Marvels dropped a trailer i think you gotta go i mean you're you're so so excited yeah. for this. i i mean listen i three of my uh, carol danvers has been my favorite non-mutant character for my entire life uh i was introduced to her as binary way back when so i'm i'm just obsessed with her and i have loved brie larson's take which is something of a hot take i'm not really sure why but okay uh, and then, yeah, Monica and Kamala add them into the mix. And it's just like a holy trinity, perfect combo for me. There couldn't be a better lineup uh, for a female-led uh, MCU film, in my personal opinion. So I thought it looked like a lot of fun. It obviously didn't give away a lot of plot details, but I, I'm excited for it. You know, I'm always happy to turn off my brain and uh, enjoy these movies, especially when it's characters I, I, I love so much. Yeah, I, I'm actually surprised that I liked it because... Uh... I'm not anti Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. I actually think she was fine. I the movie itself I didn't love, and even the Miss Marvel show, like, hello, it's me, a white man. Uh, but like, it wasn't written for me. Like, I don't have, I don't really 
care about my family so like the family drama didn't matter <laughs> the, the the story i don't care about my family either yeah it didn't mean anything to me so Except i, I didn't Ryan. love it and then i saw this trailer and i was like i saw all three of them together and i was like it made me want to go rewatch all of it because this trailer got me so hyped i was like no i'm wrong about kamala i need to go back and watch that show she's so talented she's so funny i need to do like i'm very excited and i was shocked that i was excited <laughs> I feel like even if you don't like Ms. Marvel, the show, I feel like there's no denying that Amon Vellani just yeah. slays the role. Yeah. Was, oh, was absolutely born yeah. to play it and is a joy. Just his infectious yeah. energy. You can just see it. Like she just like glimmers on on, yeah. on screen. I think what came across in terms of like their chemistry together, the trio, it looks really good. Like it's quite like a Starsky and Hutch kind of grouping. Oh. No, Dayspring doesn't seem to agree. Oh, so I think they, I think Kamala Surprise. and Monica do. Yeah. Kamala and Monica do. So, so first of all, I love Brie Larson 100%. I, I've loved her since United States with Tara. Um, when she got casted in Room, I worked on the book at Hachette. I loved her role as Ma in Room. She is such a talented actress. I remember the Hall H where they announced her and she came waving like this. That's how I do. When I go on stage for work, I always do the Brie Larson wave. I call it in my head. But I felt like I, I'm worried about her presence in the trailer. They seem to have cut back her role a little bit. Now, if you're going to tell me it's because it's more of just a story choice, because we want to highlight someone like Monica, who I, I love Photon 100%. I'm here for it. But I worry that maybe they are diminishing her role because of all that negative you know, f you know, backlash that she has gotten for for what though? You know what I mean? But, That's what pisses me off. For, for yeah. What did she say? She didn't say anything. She hates men. You know <laughs> who does? <Shame>. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know she she didn't say anything contentious. Like I remember, I was in Pittsburgh when I heard some random like older like fanboys. They, they must have been in their sixties saying, "Oh, have you heard about the new Miss Marvel? She hates men," uh, in reference to Brie. And I was like, well, what were the comments she said? And I looked them up. All she said was, I want more room at the table for yeah. other voices. And a wrinkle in time, I don't need to know a white guy's perspective on wrinkle of time because that wasn't a movie made for them. And that's a valid thing to say. Absolving of any political discourse, she just said that that movie was geared towards another person. I don't so know. Why actually, that. could it be that, I mean, She's sharing the limelight with two other actresses that is, are not blonde white women. And actually, yeah. it's, you know, it's actually exactly what she wanted, which is giving the limelight more to, um, you know, right. to people and that I, don't look like her that are, you know, not that classic Barbie look, which I think is great. So. Right. I know. And I agree with that. And I hope that's it, what I said was, I hope that's the case. Yeah, I, that's but kind I of worry. what I've heard. That's kind I've of heard, what I, I, I've heard. I've heard the difference of tea. I heard that there was a lot of contention on set because of it interesting but speculation who knows? who knows here at power of x-men we don't get that great team <laughs> but but i'm sorry i cut you off sean the, the other thing i was gonna say was the, the it's a bit also with her could be like that superman effect where she's just so powerful so it's a lot easier to just write her not in every no. scene solving it because she can just smash everybody with her superpowers right yeah. yeah and i think you have to consider that carol danvers likely the version of carol danvers that we're getting in this film has spent decades in space virtually alone so she probably is kind of socially awkward and and quiet in general so she's not going to be as chatty and and fun as the other two maybe i don't know i don't know listen we're excited for it however it yep. it boils down we're going to be there we love it but oh yes 
The other piece of information that has sort of been circulating around the internet has been that X-Men 97 is being delayed to 2024. And Bodemayo went on Twitter and he was like, breathe, you know, I can't confirm nor deny any rumors. And Flink, you and I were talking about it and you actually kind of speculated no, so when we recently spoke with uh, Lenore Zan, aka Rogue, uh, from the animated series, she, uh, always delightful, um, but she just made like a really offhand like comment, like hopefully it airs later this year. And of course, me being the drama gay stirring the pot, I'm like, hmm, what do you mean by that, Lenore? Didn't want to push her on it. No, she can't talk about it. But I did, it did, alarms were sort of going off in my head when when a member of the voice cast made a comment like that. Here's the thing. I don't think there's I see the Internet so like worked up about it. Breath of the Wild, for example, was delayed multiple times. A lot of things get delayed all the time and they turn out to be bigger and better than what was initially planned. So it's fine. Like if they have to go back and redo animation, do pickups, whatever, I don't know. I'm, I'm okay with it. I mean, just work on the quality of it. You know, we've waited you know, over like 25 years for this. So we can wait like a couple more months. I'm not, I'm not going to be heartbroken if we get it in spring 2024 versus fall 2023. Agreed. I agree. I, I, I don't personally, I'm, I'm of course I'm very, I'm very excited for it, but I, I don't think it's an inherently bad thing that it's been supposedly delayed. Unless I want to be the best it can be. Unless we're going to get a Doctor Strange 2 situation where they reshot the entire movie and it was still garbage. So there is that different (laughs) podcast. Don't get me started. (laughs) Different podcast. We can't talk about one. Wait, how does the other side of the Zoom feel about the delay? I'm with you guys. I mean, there's going to be a good reason why. Right. And I'd rather them. I'd rather wait for something that's quality than them rush out something that is subpar. I mean, that's got to be the reason why. Right. Yeah. Like they wouldn't be delaying for any other reason than to work on it and make it better. So and how long is it going to be delayed? If a couple of months, like you blink and a few months ago. Right. So I'm not going to get it. These days, I'm pissed. I think they're delaying it to make it woke and I won't stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to be. No, I, I agree with you guys. I think it's anything that gets delayed is for a good reason. Agreed. Mostly. I trust the people, I trust the creatives behind this to have delayed it for a good reason. I should say that. I think a lot of stuff that gets delayed can turn out to be garbage. Um, I know why they delayed it. Mutants. So they listened to our podcast that we said, the villain that we want to appear, and they went, that's way better than what we had planned. So let's go back and add... Who's the one that Dayspring says that nobody knows who he is? Executioner. Executioner. What? Who doesn't know who Executioner Thank is? Thank you, Blink. That's the internet. There. The, the internet. internet. There's okay, one but... picture of a... <laughs> no, you're like... only going base because there wasn't a Wikipedia page for him. This is the only... Is there not? I'm, I am literally shocked. There's like a Marvel wiki, but there's not yeah. a official Wikipedia page for it. This guy had a Toy Biz action figure, okay? He was hanging on the pegs of, to- of, of Toys R Us in the 90s. He's a big fucking deal. All right? All right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, That's a great... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, whether or not you are a Toy Biz figure is a great way to decide whether or not you are a good character. I mean, Quark? Cruel? These are A-list <laughs> characters, Hammy. I don't know No, you're right. You I feel ashamed. About. I feel ashamed. I'm so sorry. Cruel is number one on, on the diamond charts at, right now. 
<laughs> All right, so we are here to discuss our top 10 favorite outfits in the X-Men universe. Should we talk about our criteria for selecting these outfits? We're, uh, we, we Blink, you and I have always butted heads when we do these lists. Because I, I'm always like, oh, I'm trying to look at this more objectively, or maybe in this one I'm being subjective, and you're like, no, this one's better, and, and you have all your reasons. What was everyone's reasons for selecting their their top 10 outfits? I, I mean, I'd... for me, I feel like, obviously, it's, it's, it's I have my reasons. I, I said in our little group chat leading up to this that I, I made bullet points uh, for why I like these costumes. And that's really just because I want to make sure that I speak to, you know, all of the reasons I love. Because there's some questionable things on my list. So um, it's a definitely super subjective and personal criteria for for me it's it's all about how it makes me how it makes me feel i'm I'm gonna let the other side of the zoom weigh into but i'm gonna piggyback off of what you said it's how it makes me feel as well i mean mine was completely subjective it's just what inspires a lot of love and nostalgia or excitement for me yeah i think that's probably what we all did i i like mine are my personal choice are things like when i look at the art drawn of them and i go yeah that's cool or that's like a costume that i'd love to cosplay or um that's probably that's probably the two of them so i, I think it's cool or it's something i'd, I'd want to do myself is what i did i like being called the other side of the, <laughs> the podcast or the zoom call because uh, i was the last one invited to this so my list was based off of not wanting to rip off what you guys were already saying because I'm sure you guys got some good stuff so I wanted to go with stuff that like I loved because I loved it stuff I could cosplay like you said but a lot of stuff I couldn't cosplay because I'm not talented enough to make these looks that's kind of what I was going for and a mix of just characters I love so this is their best costume but also like I think this is the best costume Marvel has ever made like whether or not I like the character this costume and I usually, I usually have that perspective when I put in lists and I'm like, okay, let, let me put my own personal biasness aside and objectively, what is a good costume, right? Like Spider-Man's costume, for example, is renowned as being such a great costume, yeah. right? Yeah. So you'd be like, okay, there. But I was like, it's still not going to make my list. <laughs> like, yeah. It's just going to be what I feel. So that was, that's our criteria. Uh, family at home, make sure to slide into all of our DMs at Latvarian Lad at Hammy. Is it 78, 73? Someone no, got it there wrong. There we go. Yeah. Someone yeah, got yeah. it wrong. It's yeah, Hammy 73. Yeah, yeah. And at Flinkman, si slide into those DMs. Let us know your feels because we're going to kick off now at number I feel oh, like wait, we need a spoiler warning that's like. Just so you know, Mohawk Storm isn't on the list, so we don't get like yelled at or something. And we like, said no Hellfire Gala. Well, well, no. Yeah, <laughs> or minimize so we're just not in a Hellfire Gala like deep hole of just doing those looks. Look, yeah, it would be, it would be nonstop. Yeah, here's yeah. my hot take: if the Hellfire Gala looks were so good, my entire list would be Hellfire Gala. Yeah, sorry, I don't think they're that good. So okay. Mm. Mm. Okay. They're better than some of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number 10. Hammy, why don't you kick us off? You know what? 10. I I'll go ahead. Cause this one I'm 
some of these I'm not willing to take your opinions on at all. Don't want to hear anything you have to say. But my number 10 is uh, Power of 10 Rasputin, uh, which is kind of a character for those who don't know who's a mix of Colossus, but it's a woman, but it's a bit of magic. But it's it's just a it's just Google it if you don't know what it is, because the costume is just phenomenal. I don't care about this character at all, but no. it, it's so badass. It's so badass. How do you pronounce it? Chimera? Chimera? Chimera. 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 I can't. No, Chimera, not Chimera. Chimera? <laughs> I'm like Chimera. <laughs> Leave this boy alone. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so, you uh, know, when, when she was officially revealed, she was actually rendered as magic. And yeah. um, and Cardinal was rendered, rendered as Nightcrawler. Yeah. I... I, I think I sort of agree with 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 you, Hammy. Like, I don't necessarily ever need to see this character appear in a comic book story again. But if they gave me like a Marvel Legends figure, I would be really excited because she just looks really cool. You know what I mean? Like, no Shoyetic character, but these like Chimera clone, you know, Sins yeah. of Sinister stuff. It's not really my bag. So I, it's not for me, but the look is... Fucking solid. Agree. Full no. agree. Full agree. Number 10 for a reason. And she yeah, is gonna... a flagship for Power of 10. Powers of 10. She is a flagship for there. Like when you think of that series, she comes to mind. I'm sorry, Sean. That's what I wanted no, for the build a figure. Yeah, I, I say um, we said we we're going to like tutor Budim. I'm going to give her a soft toot in the sense that I think aesthetically she looks cool. Um, you could see like somebody cosplaying her actually that would look really badass. I think the costume itself is just a pretty simple variation on some of the classic looks so i'm here for it but like a mild here for it i, I, I like that soft soft toot soft yeah. toot. so yeah i'm gonna soft toot i'm gonna give it a solid toot i'll give it a solid toot we don't like solid toots <laughs> <laughs> that's not yeah. called a toot yeah and folks at home we are giving this a toot or a boot each look so feel free not to at all stolen from any other yeah, no. Sure. TMTM, we made yeah. it. Yeah, we yeah. made it up ourselves right here. All right, Blinkman, do you want to? What's your number ten? Yeah. Okay. So again, these I I I, I agree with what was said that you said earlier, Dayspring. I, these are not going to be like Marvel's greatest design costumes of all time. So big asterisk for my list in general. But kicking off my list is going to be uh the modern look for monet uh her penance identity i i guess we could say um and i really just like it because it's 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 minimal yet stylish and i i like how the line work on it kind of mimics the line work on the classic gen x suits which i love and hint uh, and the color scheme, like it suits the, the the character perfectly. Obviously, she needed like a hint of red on there. Uh, it has it. Um, yeah, I I ever since she she zipped it up uh, after X Factor, I've just I've I've really really loved this look. Um, and I think Russell Dodderman, I can't even remember what title he even drew it for, but I just remember he it's drew. Size a really, yeah, yeah. Size uh, size I just remember he drew a really beautiful. Uh, version of it and I'm I'm looking forward to it getting more panel time in Uncanny Avengers I I, I shocker Monet is on my list <laughs> when we were doing Generations of X and we would get into fights we would talk about how who came up with the idea of wanting a penance figure 
with swappable parts. Swap parts. Swap parts. And specifically this costume, we were like, when they do House of X Wave 2, we want penance, you know, and this costume specifically. And we ended up recently getting the Generation X version, which, which is, is fine. fine. It's fine. We can have two bonus. So, Despin, what's your thoughts on the costume? It's a 100% toot. I love it. I Listen, what a time to be alive because Giant Size X-Men was an original like story centered around Storm. And you had Emma and Jean come in. You had Monet. By the way, oh, wait, do you guys want some tea? Someone gave me some tea. on. So did you guys read? <laughs> you kill me. You kill me. Okay, wait, no, because this is so good. And I've had no one to talk about with this. And like I try to tell Jeff and Jeff doesn't pay attention to me anymore but but okay so in the story storm is infected with a virus and emma's like i don't get it darling just resurrect yourself like and may i suggest some modifications but the original plan for this was that storm didn't want to resurrect because she was pregnant and that's why she didn't want to resurrect yeah and in story they just said i don't want to give up on my life i don't want to you know but that was the original intent for Giant Size X Men. Who would it have been at that point? I think it was supposed to be Black Panther. Oh, okay. It was going to be T'Challa. Well, but that's some tea I got. So okay. shout out to the person who gave me the tea and told that's me not good. to share it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, shout, <laughs> shout out to them. <laughs> Whatever. It's an arbitrary you just shared it with the chattiest bitches you know. Yeah. I know. No go worries. Instagram. Go, go, go spread it. But no, this is 100% a toot for me. 100% because I love try harder marvel girl that it's so many iconic moments i see tied to this to this outfit so i'm 100 and, um, and link loves him so i think it's it's quite a boot for me oh <gasps> uh, quite a quite a boot quite think, a boot so i think he, like you're super okay and i think you said it, you're like it's minimal and simple i'm like you're a superhero uh, you know what i don't want from a superhero outfit being minimal and simple i think it's boring i think it but it's it looks, Monet. Yeah, She's but you're, there is somebody um, being subjective on the character, not the outfit. No, but she wouldn't. That that's her. She is like above the whole superhero thing. She's she's not wanting. She's not one to be tacky. I don't I, know. I think it suits her Happy? perfectly. Happy, Happy. I'm a. Do, do they have a something in between a toot and a boot? No. Um, <laughs> I will. I'll probably boot it <gasps> under the same pretense, but Power of X Men Civil War. <laughs> this, uh, my brain instantly like goes into like political mode, and I'm like, well, if I toot this for being too simple, then when a costume I say that's too simple comes oh, up, it will just... equally be tooted or booted. <laughs> um, I just, you know, it's so funny. You guys don't like this for being too simple, but that's how I would describe your personalities. So. <laughs> That's fair, but we're not <laughs> judging personalities today. We're judging outfits. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh I'm God. proud to get. Uh, I'm proud of uh, of boots. All right, I I pride right. myself. That's on, what um, I like about you. On marching to the beats, you know the trolls. The trolls on the message boards couldn't couldn't bring me down. So bring it. Bring bring your boots. I'll, I'll take them all. Love it. All right, let Marion land. Your number. All right, 10. my number ten. <laughs> Is Omega Red. Oh, yeah. um, I think he visually looks like what he's supposed to be. So a big Russian badass. Um, I'm here for the Ariana ponytail that he's got. He has uh, a high pony. He's got a high pony. Um, yeah, he just 
looks awesome. It's it's one of those. I, I mean, red is just a great color for superhero, also. So just like on the pages, it looks great. Um, yeah, I think it's just an amazing costume. So he's my number ten. Yeah, you know we we talked about Omega Red recently. Was he the character we got off of our yeah. list? Okay, of villains we want to see. Hammy got him booted to add one of his onto the list. It oh. is fun. <laughs> It's it, it's funny because I was thinking about it. I was marinating on Omega Red. I don't have much of an opinion on Omega Red. I think he does the job perfectly fine. He comes in, he's menacing. Yeah. He looks menacing. He looks great on screen. So I'm gonna give it a toot as well. I think he looks great. I'm 100. I think his look is great. I have nothing else to say on that. Yeah, I I feel like I'm kind of the same way. I'm gonna. I'm I'm gonna toot it because it's a Jim Lee design for X Men in the 1990s, uh, and it does exactly what it needs to do. And it has giant shoulder pads and giant knee pads, and those are my kink. So I'm into it. <laughs> it has tentacles, and that's my kink. So toot. <laughs> my God, it's so funny. I was having a conversation about tentacle porn recently, but anyways, it's not surprising at all. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> You're like, but anyways, it was really good. Um, yeah, I toot, 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 toot. All right, my number ten is '90s Gene, and I want to specify Joe Mad Onslaught era '90s Gene when she was going by the name Phoenix. So I love Jean in her '90s outfit being called phoenix and if you can get a phoenix effect in there it's 100 that would be number one but i love Jean. this is the costume i was first introduced to her i really like peak nostalgia for me is always going to be 1996 which is when the onslaught crossover was happening Jean played a major role there i love that outfit very much so i'm giving it at number 10 to be fair to the list because if not it would have been number one <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's go ahead, Flick. No, 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 you, you, you. Yeah, let me just quickly say I think it is a toot. I that's all. I have nothing particular to say. I think it's a great costume. I think you're right in that art choice. Like it's stunning. Toot. Yeah, not to take it away from Jim Lee, by the way, but it's just for me. It has to be Joe Mad era '90s for my I, list. And I feel like that's an important distinction to make because it is the same costume drawn somehow very differently. I yeah, but there there is a time that I would have railed against this costume just because of how ungodly popular it became. Like once she stopped wearing it, I like I swear to God I wasn't hearing a lot of chatter on the AOL Marvel message boards about Jean Grey's cost like '90s costume as she was wearing it. But as soon as she got rid of it, it was like exalted to the you know best x-men costume of all time um I, it's not that but i will agree that it is definitely again anything Jim Lee designed in the early 90s for x-men is almost an automatic toot for me and it became a kind of like an urban legend that we never got a figure of her in that 90s outfit which was not true because we got the repainted domino we got the onslaught figure and we got the star rider gene gray in those in the in, in that 90s outfit but somehow the, they never counted so it wasn't until the rocket raccoon wave the marvel legends rocket raccoon wave where people were like we finally got her and it has since been updated but multiple they just need to decide if the patches on the side are yellow or blue we just they're need yellow. A cons they're yellow well they're not yellow. 
Look at the other. No, you're Spoiler. right. You're absolutely Look at right. the other no. <laughs> images. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. They're it's not inconsistent. very consistent. It is very it confused. Mayfex too. So oh yeah, Fair. but the Mayfex yeah. is based off of, and we talked about this in our review flank. It's based off of that Fleer Ultra ninety six. That's where they base oh, that yeah. that gene the the look for nineties gene. Wait, that variant line. Why are you being so quiet? Um, I I'm with Hammy. I think it's a toot. I'm. It's a classic costume. It's super iconic. I mean, it has. It's the costume that uh, prompted a million cosplays. Um, yeah, out, Michelle. Mean, you got it. You got to toot it. Perfect. All right. So number nine, Flink. Do you want to kick us off for number nine? Nine. I feel like I feel like I'm really putting myself out there for 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 more boots uh, with this one. But I, I don't care. Again, I don't care. Uh, I am picking the Chris Pachalo designed Rachel Gray costume that first. Uh, kicked off in Wolverine and the X-Men, and then later looked a lot better, drawn by other artists. No offense to my favorite artist, Chris Pichalo, of course, uh, uh, later on. Um, Monet actually made a joke about it looking better without the jacket in Brian Wood's X-Men, and I agree, full agree. Um, but it's 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 a killer look either way. Um, what I... I, what I like about it, okay, because I have to, de- I have to defend it because I think a lot of people hate this costume. Uh, it has like a lot of the Bachaloisms. Um, for those of you like not familiar with his work, it has like random patterns and rivets and like big boots and big gauntlets. But uh, it also did like a really good job of updating her her red spiky hound costume. And I like went back and like looked at all of her costumes, and nobody had done that before. There had been no updates to that costume for for her until Chris Pachalo did it. Listen, I love you so much. I think this is the ugliest costume on the face of the earth. I hate it so much. But here, the reason why I hate it is because Rachel has so many great looks. The hound costume, her name Rachel them. Uh, I am. I'm trying to, bitch. <laughs> uncanny. Her her original uncanny. Her dark phoenix. I even like prestige better than this one. I just think. I pero que esa cara de mienda. No. Here's the thing. I just feel at this point in in the X history in X history, Rachel was a bit wayward, and she was so much a reaction to Jean, and then she was ignored during AVX and Hope. So I don't associate this as a really good time in my headcanon for for Rachel. So it's a boot. <laughs> I disagree. I'm going to agree with the guy. I think this costume is actually really cool. I think it's edgy. I think for those reasons you say she's like she, she looks like she's a hot topic um, emo like yeah, you know which is- she, she is she's being ignored. She's not the like golden child. She's like you know acting out by putting spikes on her shoulders like but I, she I, is a golden child. Rachel is royalty. She is a golden. She's deserving of more she's deserving of it sure but has she gotten it yeah. let's be real I no think i think it's quite a yeah, cool unique because it keeps giving so. her costumes like this i'm tooting up thank all you right. all right Hammy, i'm 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 booting it but but flink i'm tooting you for bringing it i'm tooting you for bringing this costume because it's easy to you know do a lot very and lot and just bring a lot of fucking good costumes so no one can boot you but i'm excited know, and thrilled by your choices <laughs> <laughs> listen it's a chris pachalo thing it's a chris pachalo and a lo- and and this one probably is a character thing as as well and for the record i hate 
Wolverine and the X-Men. Like that comic is one of the worst X books of all time. It's actually the first weekly X book I ever like stopped reading because it was just chaos and not like the good kind of chaos. You but this have... was like the one bright spot. I don't know. I I I love this costume. And for the record, I also loved it when he drew uh her Marvel Girl costume and End of Grays. Like it was Oh, flawless. I love that costume. I do too. With the Phoenix tattoo, especially when she shows her back. With yeah, it. I, I mean that's iconic. That's iconic. The, 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 the little green, you know, the green miniskirt, which everyone loves on redheaded telepaths, <laughs> is a green miniskirt. Nobody loves no, no fans don't love anything more on a redhead telepath than a little green miniskirt, that's for sure. Amelia at home, get comfortable. We're literally yeah. only at number nine, and we're like, yeah, yeah this is. I'm, I'm, I'm sweating here, boys. It's already I have so much to even follow up on that. I'm sorry. We're gonna move on. We're moving in, moving in along, people. All right, let very lad. Since you have the stellar list, according to Hammy, and what's your number nine? Number nine is Gambit's classic costume in the pink chest plate, black trousers, and gray jacket. Um, I think for me, what I loved about it is in the era of you know everybody being in the yellow and blue matching, he's the one guy that really stood out. I love, I mean, as a kid, I love vibrant pink. I mean, I still love shocking pink as a color. Um, so the fact that like you've got this, you know, kind of Casanova guy in this, you know, not traditional masculine color, especially from like the 80s and 90s. Um, yeah, he's just it's an amazing costume. Again, another one that people love to cosplay. Uh, I think he looks badass. Listen, this is a toot, 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 toot. I can't say it. No, this is a fucking shoot. All right. I'm giving it a shoot. I'm giving well, it a shoot. Confetti on the screen. I, I, it's we don't hot have a pink. for confetti. <laughs> it's hot pink, hot pink on a hot man with a Cajun accent. Like the animated series is what sold me on this. The Toy Biz 90s action figure with his leg that wouldn't fucking stay in place uh, sold me on this. This costume is hot it's a shoot all the way i and specifically i want to call out the costume as rendered by lee weeks in the og gambit miniseries it, when he's hot. on when he's in new orleans mm. like on top of the church ceiling um roof excuse me he's so beautiful the cape billowing in the wind it looks so wonderful 100 i agree like it, how can you fuck with that i mean it, that's gambit's look yeah, in the X-Men world, that is one of the most iconic looking costumes. And I think Lavarian Lad, you're right. It stands out so well. It's a it's a toot. It's a big old toot toot for me. And 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 like specifically, like he's a thief wearing hot pink as well. So that just shows the confidence that he has in himself and his abilities. And that that in and of itself, the reason that he is wearing pink is also fucking hot. Oh just God. FYI. Daddy Thief wants to get caught because he knows he can take on the room. I'm so, so turned on right now. <laughs> no, it's sexual. It's Darwin's sexual selection. He's like, I'm so good at being a thief. I can wear hot pink and still yeah. survive. I'm that much more attractive to all of you now. I am. <laughs> I am so wet right now. I need crackers for my soup. That's how, <laughs> that's how obsessed I am now. A stew, a stew on the stove. With fucking Gambit being that cocky. So my number nine is Storm after her miniseries with the bangs and her Onslaught outfit. Again, this is pure nostalgia for me. This is a costume she wore during Onslaught, specifically that moment where the Avengers arrive at the mansion 
and they see that the mansion has been decimated and they encounter the X-Men and Storm is front and center leading them. She just looks so badass in it. I love that that haircut. For me, it's just it was like that moment. I don't know if you guys have seen The Simpsons where Mona Simpson is watching TV and she sees a football player take off the helmet and he shakes his hair. She's like, but that moment, I understood what rebellion was. And he was so sure of himself. That is how I feel with Storm in this haircut. After fucking Marrow like cuts off part of her hair and then she rips out her heart. And then later she just unveils this new cut. For me, it just is emblematic of how powerful Storm is. And I love the costume. I take I, it. You, you'll take uh, it. Okay. Really? I, I thought you were gonna. I thought uh, you were gonna boot it. I am gonna boot it. <gasps> you just said I'll take say, it. No, no. As in, I'm gonna go next to give my opinion. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll she be looks, the first to boot it. <laughs> I think she looks great, and the art is great. I think she looks like she went to Emma's closet, took something that was on the rack, and put on Emma's costume. I. I am going to agree with Dayspring. This is a a strong. It's it's a strong, a very strong toot. Um, I I had I had some beans before, you know, a uh, very strong toot. Uh, I just I don't know for all the reasons that you said the hair, the 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 marrow haircut, the the Joe Mad. Like if I say there's Chris Pachaloisms, there's definitely Joe Madisms, and this look is full of them, and it's it's my childhood. So yeah, definitely a very strong toot for me. Laverian lad, the year is 1996 or 97. You're a Toys R Us. You're desperate for the robot, robot. series figure. And you see on the back of the packaging, Storm is supposed to have her long hair. They open up the case in front of you, and you see that there's actually a variant with Storm with the short hair and the long bangs, and life is good. You go home, you get Pizza Hut pizza, and you play on your N64, and life is good. So, no. It's perfect. No. Okay. It's perfect. I'm You're far wrong. too young for any of these references. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You do have your filter on today, so. <laughs> I, uh... I I'm 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 tooting it and I think it's because of the toy honestly I think yes. I'm getting hit I'm getting hit in the nostalgia unfortunately uh, I can't look past it I'm like trying not to like it but the toy sticks out to me the bangs are just everything I think it's it's an outrageous look that is for for me as iconic as the mohawk like no one else has done this hairstyle and we've been like I don't know it yeah it's a toot it's a toot number nine for you Hammy Oh, sure, yeah. My number nine is the iconic Eric the Red, who, <laughs> please, if you don't know what this is, Google it when you're not around people, because it is the hottest costume you've ever seen. Like, it is bondage to the extreme. All red, all, like, leather, metallic straps, spikes, horns, whatever you want, this boy's got it. And what I love about this costume in particular, which to obviously, if you can't tell, when I start with what I love about this costume, is that it was designed in, I believe his first appearance may have even been in the Silver Age question mark. I don't know. It was it was designed by a straight man at a time when men in superhero comics were not we're 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 not dressing like this to be to be sure uh i love it i mean he is 
This to picture in particular, which I please layer it over on the YouTube video uh, and the reel for us. It is. Ridiculous. He doesn't always. He doesn't always have the short shorts. So no, I wanted short to shorts, make sure that's what makes it, and that's why it, it, the, the, I'm I'm gonna boot a, a full pants version of this, but I will toot nice. the shorty shorts version all day long. Okay, right. so for me, it's a it's a toot, but as worn by Cyclops. So Cyclops <laughs> okay. originally wore this outfit, yes. and some dude in she our space was like, oh, the kid who I abducted his father and mother from and destroyed his life is wearing this outfit. I'm going to snatch that look. And then, you know, we got Eric the Red officially to, to wear it. So for me, the idea of Scott Summers wearing this outfit, I have such a boner for Scott. 100% love it. Like, right there. I'm, I think so it's choose all around. I think it's Jeez. a ridiculous outfit. Um, and all the same reasons Jaime likes it. Like, it's just, it's, I mean, if you go, if, if you're of a certain demographic of a certain age and you go clubbing, <laughs> this is whatever you guys are wearing. <laughs> the, <laughs> you're Saturday like, night. I wore this last weekend. <laughs> so two, uh, two. By the way, I this. I have it in my closet, yeah. This it was it is a Silver Age costume and it was designed by the very very straight Jim Steranko. Uh He is there is no d denying that man is a heterosexual. Which it's just wild. How does this even? How well, does he should get a Glad Award. He should still get a Glad <laughs> Award for his work. I love you. Just said that he should get a Glad Award. <laughs> That's hysterical. Anything else to say on this iconic outfit? I just need the Marvel Legends team to understand that if they give us this costume, it has to have shorty shorts. Can you yeah. please send a note to Ryan Ting? <laughs> at Ryan Ting. At Ryan Ting. Shorty, like, we at, need this, please. At Ryan Ting, hashtag shorty shorts. He'll be like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I, I feel like we don't even, I don't, I honestly, I, I don't even know that we have to tell. I feel Hasbro's been been pretty good about giving, giving at least me, what, what I, <laughs> what I want lately. So, hey, fingers crossed. All right. Number eight. I'll kick us off at number eight. And it's going to be Sam Guthrie's X-Men costume, Cannonball, when he joined the team. And again, I'm going to throw it back to Joe Mad. I love Uncanny X-Men 341 when he's going up against Gladiator and that cover with him, you know, just blasting and he has rider strong hair. I just love it. I think I forgot who I said this to, but I said this recently. For me, Sam was like the gateway X-Man for me because, again, I was just at the right age when Sam was on the team. When I was watching the X-Men animated series, Jubilee felt too old for me, even though she was 14, but I was 11. And then Sam was kind of like the newbie, and I was able to sort of resonate with him. So I, for pure nostalgia purposes, I love this costume. It's very simple, but I think a lot of other people like it too so that's why i yeah i listen this year <laughs> i i would think that you're talking to the right audience for this costume he's wearing a harness and a fucking banana hammock over a skin tight blue uh fucking spandex suit so um it's a toot it's a toot um for all the reasons implied by my description of it so to save time, I also had him in the exact same outfit at my number eight. So I'm clearly going to boot it now. Uh, <laughs> really going to toot. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sling just stole the words right out of my mouth. Um, 
you know, he's got the 90s hair. So again, anybody of a certain generation, like that was the heartthrob look when we were younger. Um, it's kind of a, a take on the classic X-Men colors. Um, got the hammock, uh, the, the harness, the banana hammock, like you said. What's not to love? So massive toot. Yeah, it's, it's a toot. Like, I'm just staring at the image Dayspring uploaded it and like, it's the sexiest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And there's <sighs> there's a cover too. I'm forgetting which issue it is, but he's like upside down and in a tank wearing it. And it's it's hot. I love though that a lot of our opinion here is that it's like BDSM and hot. Like harnesses, go-go boots, like I know. Is that not what you want? In co- is that not what most people want? I mean, look at Wonder Woman for Christ's yeah. sake. Like even if we were talking, if we were four straight men, I feel like there would still be a very strong BDSM uh, influence. He Man, Thundercats, right? yeah, like yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like all the straight men love He Man and Thundercats, right? Right. But I, don't know. I do want to say what I love about us all drooling over this particular image that Day or that yeah, that Dayspring um, chose for this is that he's actually supposed to be really sad. This is like him leaving X Force and like recreating Cyclops leaving. And we're like, oh, look at the sad boy in his banana yes. hammock and harness. Yes. Isn't yeah. so hot? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Love Keep it. Classy it. boys. Mm. Yeah. SeanCody.com. <laughs> that sponsors our podcast. <laughs> Shout out to our sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> Crybabywine and SeanCody.com. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast. Just joking. All right. So Latverian Lad and I agreed on our number eight choice. Hammy, do you want to tell us what your number eight is? Yes. I, for my number eight, I'm going to actually stick with you guys. And I'm going to say, I'm going to swap and say my uh, number eight is the Marvel versus Capcom cable. Because it looks almost identical to uh, our boy Cannonball. Just a bit more daddy. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly that. It's just, I knew it would be a two dollar round. I I don't know. So we can just move on. Yeah, two. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna boot it. Oh my god! <laughs> I will this not, could have been quick, and he's. I actually like, am not oh accepting god. your boot, so we can. Like I said, we can move on. It's and fine. sidebar, because Disney forbid us to air the interview with Lawrence Bain. He told us for Marvel versus Capcom, he was actually the announcer for the video game. So you know the. Uh, I thought I had a heart attack. That was. That was Lawrence Bain, the voice of Cable, voice of Cable himself. But I think Cable has better looks, and I think this is a little too simple for him. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) I mean, he's like, I'm done. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm going to be the Switzerland here. It's, it's still, it's still a, a, a toot, a toot for me for sure um for for you know daddy that's <laughs> but i do also agree with day spring that he has daddier looks um i it is not my personal favorite look no character. no i'm uh, sorry i no i'm sorry to cut you off link i refuse to accept this because i'm just say saying cannonball has just because cannonball has never had a good look other than this one is not a reason to do that <laughs> this like just I did. I took you, this. not you. Oh, I'm yelling at. I'm yelling at. I'm yelling at Dayspring. It's, 
ridiculous. Listen, listen, this image, I just dropped it in the chat. This image that's the art for Marvel versus Capcom is my childhood. It is, trust me, I'm not, but I have to, listen, we... No, we can, sorry, we can move on. But, I'll yell, this is so stupid. This wait, is what the did stupidest Lyberian podcast I've ever been a part of. It's, of course it's a toot. I mean, Tommy's point, you can't like the Cannonball outfit and not like this one. Oh, it's the yeah. same outfit. Yeah, watch okay. Me. No, watch no, no, no. Okay. You no. Twink chasers. They're just twink chasers. <laughs> I like daddies. No, I love daddies. Well, you booted this outfit, so. Because daddy has better outfits. Okay, okay. I mean, that's, I that's what we're going by then. If any of your people know, have better right outfits, they're all boots from me from now on. <laughs> any character you pick, if they've ever had a better outfit, it's a fucking boot from me. Daddy Cable. Oh, I'm out. I'm, oh boy, I'm riled up. Let's keep going. I'm so riled up. Number eight for you, Flink. Okay, my number eight is Age of Apocalypse, Blink. Um, And, you know, Age of Apocalypse... It, it, you focused on it for an un, you know forever it was the focus of the podcast for forever and so obviously we we love it it's full of incredible designs um but i think for the reason that i picked blink is it's like the juxtaposition of the super neon green against like the natural shades uh you know of the character and it just it really pops on the panel and when a full of characters that already pop um, and yeah, I, I, I love it. I think it's a really great costume. I love it. I'm going to toot it. I think it's probably one of the strongest ones on your entire list. Um, <laughs> Appreciate think, number, uh, yeah, number eight is your best one. It's a backhanded compliment. Um, I think the colors of her outfit, uh, again, it's kind of like that, that very light lilac color of her skin looks amazing. I love the fact that she looks like a Dungeons and Dragons character. So that's like my nerdy D and D side coming out. She just looks like like a ranger archer type type thing. I think, um, yeah, I think it's a great costume. Plug for our part two of our of D and that you hosted. Thank you. It's a toot. It's a toot for me. I the com the colors are so complimentary that I don't know. Also, like the fact that I grew up just thinking that's who Blink was, not recognizing that that was her AOA costume. Like it was so iconic that I just thought that was what Blink always looked like yeah like hair and everything i was just like yeah this blink and then being like no that's aoa blink and i was like oh shit okay well yeah so that's actually a good point because i can't picture what she looks like not in this outfit but they have even updated 616 blink to to like mim up like a pants version of this outfit um the really the only (laughs) other difference is she kind of has like 616 blink kind of has like wolverine hair yeah. A little bit, a little bit of Loganness, yeah. minus the sideburns. It's cuter than I just described it. So I love that this is 100% a toot for me because I think when this design came out, it was, or this character debuted, we were all curious who she was. And we know that the Clarice of 616 had died during the Felix Covenant. So this was like kind of a what could have been situation for the character. And this look just became very iconic. It just became legendary because of that. I I will say she needs to have the long hair for it to work for me. I did not like her Exiles short hair. And we got that for Marvel Legends. And I was very unhappy with that. And I was hoping we would get an AOA head. And we never did. So it has to be specifically Age of Apocalypse blink. I, 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 I just... 
you know, softly, gently disagree with that. I think I like. I, I love also... like I softly and gently disagree after having like disowned this podcast. <laughs> Listen, like, I'm not here. Like, I'm what not stupid here podcast talk. was I booked for? I'm out of here. I am here to be peaceful and calm because I feel as though I am going to have the most savaged list. Uh, so I'm 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 just going with the flow and have to stay on everybody's good side, uh, so that I don't get my blood pressure up. No, but I, I I agree I agree I I just love Exile so much that I love that version of Blink, however she looks. Yeah. But the, you reminded me of like when they did like her slight redesign, cut her hair, um, and gave her just gave like reworked her costume elements a little bit. She the one thing that she has sort of carried over that all of Magneto's. Age of Apocalypse team, all of like the Joe Mad team had was like they all had like the Magneto collar with like the rivets. And like I feel like they made it a smaller collar for exiles. And then like 616, when she adopted the costume, she had it like on her belt. So like that's kind of even though it's like a Magneto design element, I it also sort of works as like a natural costume element for Blink now for me. And I just love it. And I love her in all of her forms. It's a love fest for me. Watch out. Love fest. All right. So hang on. Let me just pull up my list again. All right. Number seven. I will kick us off at number seven because this is a costume I know everyone's going to love. It's Adam X Extreme during the 90s. Oh, I'm sorry, Laverian Lad. Like, what, what's that face? What? What? Are you? Are you I not- mean, if this is not probably the harshest boot on the entire list. It's not a costume. He's got a backwards cap and like a dark jacket. I am literally like rebooting myself right now. Like I am so angry. No. Okay. A, literally the reason why I even wear a baseball cap and backwards baseball cap is because Little Spring saw him on this cover right here for X-Force number 30 and thought he was the coolest shit ever. I loved it. He had the sword. He has the blades. He looks so cool. He has got the long hair. I'm sorry. He looks like Shredder and <laughs> Casey Jones had a love child. I hey, and that's who it is. First of all, I, I'm sorry. I shipped those two. And if we get Adam X as a result, then fine. He this is the greatest costume ever. Boot. Boot, yeah. I I really, there's no like better way to describe it than how that Varian lad did. So we're, it's just a boot. I, 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 mm -mm. I hate you all. Every single one of you. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I, I want you to know that I did think it was cool as a kid. Like, I did think it was cool. I didn't. No. No. You, even as a kid, you guys didn't Mm -mm. think. Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I had the action figure, but the action figure didn't look anything really yeah. like he looked we in don't the talk comics. About that so like when figure. I saw him in the comics and, you know, whenever he showed up for that third time ever uh, and he didn't look like that, the figure, I was disappointed. And you know what? There was nothing to ever that. That's just how I am with extreme forever. I he just gonna... looks like that one uncle who shows up to Thanksgiving and says, well, I don't really see color. You know, he's got that little soul patch and he wears a cool hat backwards. And he's like, we're all just humans, right? We're one race. That's how I see Adam X. So smells like weed and patchouli. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. Listen, Adam X 
for me, is going to be emblematic of wayward youth in the 90s. He had long hair. He was rebellious. He had a backwards hat. He was literally journeying through this lifeless tundra, trying to figure out who he was, uncovering Project uh, Black Womb. He he may have had ties to the Summers Brothers. He was naked with his grandpa. That story, let us not forget that. I'm just telling you, he was just everything about this. If character. only he could have done it in a good looking yeah. costume. <laughs> like it doesn't that doesn't matter here, unfortunately. <laughs> boot, boot, boot. Let's Okay. Number number seven for you, Hammy. No. <laughs> Let's go. Let's no. do it. No, this is probably the most boring one I think I have. It's it's Nightcrawler. It's just basic red, black, white glove, white footed nightcrawler. You don't you don't gotta like it, but I, I think it's it's cool. I'm here for it. It's got that weird taper that makes him look like he's wearing a, a like a micro bikini kind of number. The pointed micro shoulders. Bikini. I love 100%, it. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Two. Anyone who boots a Dave Cockrum giant size X Men look gets it. it no, no. It, this, is, this is this yeah, is I. It's so like iconic and 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 beautiful and just uh, simply elegantly designed I, I i love it i don't it, it's a, it's a toot this one felt like a cheat for me because i was like it's it's so tootable <laughs> it is a very tootable look i mean who's gonna say nightcrawler is an iconic in this outfit let very let your thoughts no yeah, i think <laughs> i'm i think it's a soft toot i think of like the classic <laughs> x-men looks that that you know the the core heroes have I think it's one of the weaker ones. And I think the reason why is because the black of the bodysuit is just so dark that it doesn't really contrast or stand out against like the, the bluish of his skin. So, um, but it's a two. It's, it's a soft toot for me. I'll take All it. Right. Number seven for you, that very lad. So I'm going to go similar uh, classic X-Men. It is Colossus's classic red and yellow costume. Uh, Again, it's a toot. It's a toot. Yeah. I think what I love about this is it kind of, it's reminiscent of exactly what he is. So if you didn't even know who he was, you'd never read an X-Men book or, or seen a movie or anything like you just know this is based on a strongman outfit, like from a carnival, like one of those kind of like yeah. retro, you know, you see him almost like the handlebar mustache lifting big weights up. Um, so I think I love that it's, you know, it kind of does that. Um, it's a, it's not the blue. So I think the fact that it's the red is kind of cool because it stands out from, from a whole bunch of the other ones. Um, and it's just this big hot daddy in red briefs. So what is not to love about that? Yeah. And I mean, like for exactly the same thing that I said about Nightcrawler, you just, these giant size X-Men looks were around for so long have defined the care, all of the characters. Uh, most of them, I think Storm has evolved past hers in a lot of ways, but, but the men, uh, you know, have really sort of stuck to uh, variations on these like first appearance classic outfits. And that's for a reason they they are some of the most tootable, uh, looks in all comic book history. So mass, massive toot for, for the Steel Strong Man. So it's a toot for me with a little asterisk. It cannot be his his this costume with the blue tights that he has, like between his briefs and his boots. Oh, I, when he's in his human form? Here, wait. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah no, when he's no, in, no. That to me, it's oh. like it's 
so where do, yeah, where do those like tights yeah, go when he transforms? It's kind of a weird. I love them. Really? I so, mean, I love obviously. I love his hot his hot legs, his hot bare legs. I don't think. But, like, it, I also it's not coming uh, through. Let no, there it is. It, it, oh, are you no, seeing it's it? Not. No, no, no. I for me, it, the deal breaker is those blue tights. I have to see. But I didn't put the blue tights as the one I called out. I'm calling. The red briefs, metal skin. Okay, but it, this is the era, and that's the outfit, and I am just giving my asterisk that I think it's a great outfit without the blue Okay, pants. That's it. That's where I'm just going to end that. Hang on, let me see if I can drop it here. Because I really do think it kills the outfit. Like, look at that. It makes it needlessly complicated. You can but do blue and yellow, one. you can do red and yellow, but you can't do red, yeah, blue, and I agree. yellow. With the, with the blue leggings, it looks horrible. Yeah. But I, didn't I don't it. hate it. <laughs> I don't know why. I have no. I have no reasoning. I just. I've, I. I have no strong feels about it. And they don't. They rarely do it anymore. It's only in that era for sure. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, so my number seven is Marvel Now Cyclops. So that is shockingly another Chris Pachalo design. Uh, it is the one f- uh, from Renegade, like Cyclops era, with the where it was black. Maybe sometimes rendered as like a really dark red with like uh, the lighter red and the X instead of a visor. Um, and I don't know. I think it's, I, I don't want to say that it's my favorite Cyclops design ever, but it's like definitely one of them. Um, and I think that's just because it's like the most unique look he's ever had. It's like a unique color scheme for him. I like the idea of no visor. I'm not really sure how it works. Um <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it has like the random pattern of lines that Chris Pachalo always puts on his designs. And it was kind of a revolutionary costume. I for the for for a revolutionary time for the character. I I don't I I, I love it. I listen, the all new, all different X-Men or all it was all new x-men right where they were doing the x-men yeah. revolution whatever the whatever this that was uncanny was. it was uncanny right but it, it was when the 05 came back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah was, yeah he was wearing this it, it's post avx i love it i mean cyclops was leading mutant kind and now he was being disowned so he had to become a revolutionist now he wore this outfit 100 one of my favorite cyclops outfits if i had to boot it it would only be be because I don't understand the practicality of it. Like no, how's yeah, the scene? No. How hard? How's everything? But suspend disbelief, and I'm here for it. It is a 100% a toot for me. Um, I'm tooting it. I'm to- I'm tooting it. I think it's a great. I think it's a great look. I love it. I'm a sucker for any time the X Men have X's somewhere. <laughs> like uh, Professor X's big stupid helmet during the Krakoa era. Yeah. I love that stupid yeah. thing. I think it looks so so this is this is a dude. I'm not saying it's my favorite Cyclops look, but I'm saying this look on its own separated, it's a toot. I'm giving it a boot. I think it's one <gasps> of the worst looks. I think it looks like a cheap Tron knockoff um like he he decided to cosplay as Tron. I don't I don't like the X of the same reason that Hammy likes it. I think it's one of the reasons why I don't like it. Like I think it's so like it's just so on the nose, like having an X on your face. I don't see how he shoots out of it. I, I well, his think... powers also weren't in control at that period in his life. That's so oh, that's true. But yeah, I so we can forgive. It's... Who was I... it that drew the the power effect on the side that was like always like so crazy? That was sort of uh, a hallmark. Uh, oh, Irving I love Fraser, that. Fraser Irving, one of the uh, 
combination of that name i think yeah. when i, I cosplayed think... cyclops when i did my cosplay for cyclops i was like that's all i want like the photographer who shot it i was like all i want is like the wildest effects just going around my yeah. head and coming from like, like boomerang it's so fucking cool anyway but you know what levarian led to your point though i, I can see why this is a boot for yeah. some people i i definitely see it definitely. it's not very cyclops and it's it a marmite look you know it's very love or hate you know, and yeah, and this is an era where the character was more of a renegade. You know, Definitely, it, you know. So it's it's that it it, it, it the, the Bendis era of X Men is very divisive. I love. Isn't it. it weird that I keep picking costumes from comics that I actually really don't like? Like like the I hate Bendis X Men. I hated Wolverine in the X Men, but goddamn it, you put Chris Pachalo on the costume designs. Apparently, I'm I'm like gonna love it. And I would also, as a little asterisk, he's not on my list, but I would say the white and black Magneto costume from this era that he was wearing on Krakoa is also, that is probably oh, hovering yeah. just outside, you know, like 12 or 13 on, on my list here, you know? Magneto I love, I looks love so costume. regal and white. Yeah, that was close on mine. Yeah. I He has a shaved head, though, in that. He's bald in that. That's the only, I love him with his fair, long flowing fair. locks. Yeah. With the no. daddy locks. Gross. You reminded me. I hate it. <laughs> Number six, very lad. Why don't you kick us off with number six? So my number six is Emma Frost, classic Hellfire, uh, panties, high heel boots, cape with the fur. I mean, it is the quintessential Emma costume. It is the most impractical outfit. Um, it's just so stupid and so amazing. Um, and it's just yeah it's just like what everybody like for me it's what i think about when i think about emma frost like that is always the look i'll, I'll give her and with the like anna winter bob um i just i just love it sidebar I, I... since we're talking about fashion anna wintour did a retrospective piece on carl lagerfeld uncle carl here we go and it was <laughs> yeah it was published on vogue and it was like anna i feel like mm, you're a little deaf with this in the ear of me too but Anyway, sorry. I do love Anna Wintour very much. I love Grace Connington more, but that's like an Emma and Jean thing. But anyway, sorry. Go. Go Flink. Can, can I just say that in our Google Doc, I love that you listed this as classic Emma parentheses panties. Like that, <laughs> that, got, that got a giggle out of me uh, when I was looking at this at work earlier uh, and I had to explain myself. I was like, oh, it's just the word panties. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm I'm really not sure what what else there is to say. I mean, the classic corset panties, thigh high boots, that fur lined cape. I mean, all things that are appropriate for for your everyday life. Uh, it's it it <laughs> is definitely what I think of uh, when I think of Emma. However, I don't know. You know, spoiler. I don't know that I can say uh that it's my favorite emma look also it's i'm not i'm there are more impractical looks uh um but no this is i'm gonna this is a, a second shoot for me i i mean Whoa. hellfire emma it's it's a shoot it yeah all the way 100 percent. and i think it's because th this look indoors because of the kind of character emma is and this is less about sexualizing the character and more about that Emma is using this as a distraction for the men around her because she is one step ahead of the game and she knows wearing like lingerie like this. So it works on so many levels and she's iconic in this. Can't can't agree with you more. Yes. This is me <laughs> agreeing, but no. not wanting. 
No, I do agree. No, no, no. I just, I just want to be salty about how impractical it is since that's the reason Cyclops got a boot was because his mask doesn't (laughs) make sense. Um, No, it's a toot. Cheap and score. I think if I was, if I was to offer one shoot per person, Latvian Lab, this would be my shoot for you. I think I'm with you. This is, this is my Emma. This is my Emma. Do we have rules I, on I shoots, by the pretty, way? Wait, what is shoots? No. Wait, what's a shoot? A shoot is like the ultimate toot. So it's yeah, like it's like a step two. above. Where did you guys I'm... get this terminology, and why didn't you share it on our Google Talk? I don't oh my it. god, I thought you were homosexual enough to know what we were talking about. <laughs> no, I'm an alcoholic, and I don't remember anything, so... <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to give you each one shoot. That's my goal. One shoot? I don't want to shoot if, too many shoots. What if I had a shoot in... Can I retroactively assign a shoot? I Do mean, it! Let me see. Yeah. No, I uh, okay. So far, you're like no. Everyone's everyone's no, not so yet. No. Can I give myself a shoot? No. no. no we're not rating ourselves. No. Obviously, we think ours are all shoots, right? They're all, oh. they're all shoots. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, well, I'll try not to be. Uh, uh, you're booting all of my shit, and I'm giving your shit all the shoots. So maybe I need to like rate myself yeah, in a little bit here. I'm looking at what you've got coming up to see if I'm gonna. No, you're not gonna shoot yeah. any. Let's. You're not gonna shoot any of my stuff. Let's be real. <laughs> hey, Hemi, did you say everything you wanted to say on? Classic yeah, Apple? Emma's great. She's she's awesome. Love it. So my number six for brevity is Emma as well, but it's Generation X Emma. And again, nostalgia. I just picked up Generation X at the right time in my life. I believe I was in fifth grade. The Chris Pacello art just looked so beautiful he rendered her perfectly i love the corset with her whip and her blazer again the toy biz figure with you know she has the anna wintour bob in the toy biz figure but i loved it the one where they showed her flesh not when she had the white tights on there but the that costume for me is always going to be iconic um it's just a it, it gives me the warm fuzzy feelings Shoot because everyone got real. Okay, I was gonna say everyone got real quiet for a second. (laughs) Like, what is it? I just, I feel like I'm, I'm handing out shoots left and right. But my God, you're Emma Frost is like my favorite, basically my favorite X Men character. There are asterisks involved in that statement, but I I mean, basically, yes. I can only think of one outfit Emma has had that wasn't a complete toot. Yeah, and that is that's the Phalanx. They're all Covenant. shoots, basically. The Phalanx green. Covenant green leotard that she wore. That's the only time I would be like Emma just looked generic in it, and she didn't look bad in it. It just was not her best outfit. I, it, it it's Chris Pachalo doing an Emma Frost costume. She has a riding whip, and I obviously am shooting it. Like I just I am a predictable little man with my with my love for Emma Frost. Yeah, it's a boot. Uh, boot. Well, it's a not a shoot. It's a toot. I don't think it's obviously. I don't think it's her best outfit because I picked the one I thought was the best outfit. But um, I think it's for what she is in Generation X. It like portrays that kind of headmistress, but keeps her sassy side. So yeah, I love it. Toot. Yep. Soft, soft toot. I think anything Emma wears does end up looking good, but that's why I'm soft tooting it. I'm like, it's not. Fa- it doesn't feel fit. Like you could cover in fucking baloney and she would look good. So I'm not, I don't know. It's fine. It's not a boot by any stretch of the imagination. She, it looks good. She looks good. Done. 
No, Flink, I see you. I see your brain working. I can no, I'm I'm actually just have this realization that like the one Emma costume I think I would boot is like the other Chris Pichalo costume oh. she wore from the era that I just during the revolution loved, yeah. like love Cyclops and Magneto from. I do not care for Emma. Don't put Emma in black. I get it. I get what was happening. Emo well, Emma, it, her boyfriend worked, choked her out, and she was still somehow like following him around. Blindly it worked for blind. Dark X Men, the the real Dark X Men, when she was wearing black. She's like not my usual color, and she was wearing the black costume. Well, I mean, she but, was wearing a fur collar, so it's yeah, automatically better. It doesn't than, work for yeah. Revolution era Emma. But the only time it did work, where the internet lost its shit, was during the end of IVX when she puts on that helmet. At the end, and th that we never we saw. Can't again. Talk about that. We can't <laughs> talk about that. Okay, we can. That's a spinoff podcast. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Number six for you, Flink. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Okay. This is. I've. I. I have been sweating this one the <laughs> most because this is the one uh, that's going to make every single person on the internet turn on me and invalidate my entire list. Um, but I'm going with the infamous Joe Casada 1990s gold and red Polaris uh, costume. I I never described it uh, as Polaris, but people definitely called it that um, back in the 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 internet pre Twitter internet days. Um, but but I. Listen, green is my favorite color in the entire world, like really. And but you put a character with green hair in an all green costume. And I just think that that looks like really boring. And I definitely like appreciate Polaris in purple. Um, but I don't know, for some reason for me, just like the red and the gold, like, like it pops with her green hair. And I think that my love from it really probably stems almost 100% uh, from the Skybox X-Men Series 2 trading card that had mm. her wearing it because it only lasted like seven issues in the comics itself. So this is a very, you're, you really have to search probably to even find pictures of this costume, but I, I just love it. I love it so much. I want all three of us to say our answers on the count of three because okay. I think it could be quite entertaining. <laughs> okay, one, two. Three. Boot. Toot. 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 Yes, thank Boot. you. Yeah. Oh, I booted it. Yeah. You I I thought you would toot it. I really thought we were gonna I, do Flink a big a big oh no. I love you. No, I love Flink and his selections here. Listen, I I love the era. I love the story. I love everything with the with, with Lorna. Shout out to Emma Dumont. But I the costume doesn't do it for me. I don't know. It feel it feels a little Fair. a little flat. Like what? That can't be. That cannot be your criticism for this outfit. Flat. I mean, it's a little flat. It no, has a boob window. Lorna is wearing thigh highs. I as mean, compared to some of her other costumes that pop on the page, listen, she looks sexy. She looks gorgeous, of course. But I don't know. It just it just feels like kind of generic for me. That's all I'm. Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's okay, all. okay. Okay. But next. <laughs> Next person, Blink. You talk, yeah, please. Well, I, 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 I Blink's like I'm good. I am it. curious. Do you think somebody like what do you think of like the color scheme and like the general like vibe of the look? Do you think someone like Chris Anka or like Russell Dodderman could like do who appreciates like the drama of the '90s but can actually design a costume could do something with like the bones of this look? 
I was gonna say, like, for me, that's why I love it is that it's just so 90s. Like, it's the colors are so ugly together that it's all like it's right. It's so bad that it's right for me. Um, it's just so extreme. Like, that's where you said, like, what did you say for a day spring? You called it what was your adjective that flat? you flat? Flat. Like, it's so not that. Like, it's, it's so, so not flat. Wild. Like, what? Really? I feel like this is oh, Jesse Spano. Jesse Spano trying to be Polaris here. Like, great. What's wrong with that? I mean, listen, that's fair. And that, with that's that fair. Joe Casada curly hair, give it to me. I, I don't know. Listen, but Flink, I'm trying to think like who could make this costume work for me. I don't know if if anyone can make it work for me, but I am looking at it. And I'm thinking, like, is it just, like, the coloring of her hair specifically? Like, what if she had more of a richer green? Um, no, here? lime green? No, no. Oh, bright green mama. Polaris hair. This picture is... Every- I like, don't know. It, Hang on. Yeah, Hammy, tell Kenny, us, please. I'm going to unkennyxmen.net. The giant hair is amazing. She's got, like, the gambit-style cowl on her face that's red. She's got what I love. She's got an X that's separating her tits down the middle. The like undersuit looks like it's made out of like chrome gold, yes. which is just amazing. Over top of like a red thong with like literally like pussy lip high boots with a cyclops <laughs> strap on the leg. Like it's, it's all time and like a shawl, like a like yeah. how Ariana Grande wears her jacket not on her shoulders but just on her arms. Like it's everything. It, it's so good. It's so good, actually. It's incredible. It's incredible. I've, and I'm so I'm so glad that at least at least two people are with me on this one. Because I really thought I was going to be alone. Because people, there is like a hatred for this look. And I think it's similar to like Boob Window Sue Storm, which I also I very love much Boob love. Window Sue Storm. I don't that would be it's it's that that would be close to my favorite like non-X-Men character looks. Not I, my I, top favorite, but I, be I, I don't know. I want to be clear. I don't hate it. I don't have a passion for the hate. But if we're sitting here and discussing the looks, it's just not doing it for me. Like when when the hordes of people on the internet come for you for this look, Cam mm-hmm. and I will stand back to back oh, with you and defend the, us. The flink men are gonna come. Flink stands are gonna come for me. I appreciate that. You know, I love all <sighs> my stands. No, I I just it just it it's I it's iconic to me, and it's a shame that it was so short-lived i wish somebody would if if not the costume itself because it's so horribly 90s but but a version of it there the color scheme is the best that that the character has has ever worn like purple just feels so obvious and like she had like her dark stalker oh that's a hard word to say dark stalkers like costume like in the chuck austin era I like that just because it's like not green, but like, no, this is all time best Polaris costume, hands down. So, what have me is number six is everyone's weirdly uh, erotic favorite Sabretooth from the 90s animated series. I, 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 it's, it's, it's something. Yeah. It's, he has like, a 15 pack he has <laughs> yeah. got man boobs the size of my entire torso i he such a slash like, little waist too like yeah it goes down to like a 28 inch waist 46 inch shoulders it, all with a fur collar yeah, yeah it's 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 a strong strong toot for for me and in the animated the orange color was like kind of 
flesh like yeah, white people tone yeah. so he looked naked and it was like definitely <laughs> i was gonna say that but i didn't know if no I didn't i'm 100 on that no it looks fleshy it's totally hot <laughs> i mean it's iconic saber tooth this is my shoot from hammy's list i was obsessed with this look as a kid um like I love Sabretooth first of all. I always love villains. I thought he just looked so cool. Uh probably a little gay Sean never realized why he liked it so much, but it's just such a great look. I would love to cosplay this look, to be honest. Um, so if anybody knows how to sew fur onto <laughs> really <laughs> difficult onto your shoulders, hit me do up. It, but it, I think it. this is such a good look. Number five. I'll kick us off at number five. I'm gonna say Wolverine's Classic tiger stripe blue and yellow, but asterisk on mine, I like it when he's feral. So when the costume is like shredded, and again during that onslaught era when Electra was like chasing him, <laughs> I'm always gonna love that. And he's wearing the blue bandana in 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 lieu of the traditional cowl. Sometimes red. <laughs> I... So, oh, go ahead. No. I, I I was just going to moan. So you you can kick us off. Well, because I, once again, basically I have the same outfit in the same position. So I have the exact same one. So it's a toot for me. I think, I mean, arguably one of the most iconic X-Men outfits from... Anywhere? Are we talking about the same? No. Your Dayspring changed his, I think. Did he? Dayspring... Look at the picture of Storm. And then look at the very bad Wolverine that is okay, in a very no. ugly okay, costume listen, underneath it. It's the same. Fo- stop Stop stirring the pot here. <laughs> the, the true villain of Power of X-Men is Hammy. <laughs> and here's the thing. It's the same costume, just battle damage. And he's wearing a bandana over his face or, Wait, you know, whatever you want to call it. I don't yes. see this photo. Okay, so it's under my tab. And if you yeah. look at the costume of Storm, you know, with... Yeah look I'm underneath making it her. big look yeah. at it oh. that is what he is talking about and i yeah. do not qualify that as the same our god queen is actually taking up that real estate <laughs> oh. i don't if well if we want i i will let y'all come to the Hang consensus on, as to whether we oh. are counting that's a horrible this. outfit no Ooh. it's not it's a fuck all of you it's a boot next if we want to transition into the costume that Ladvarian Lad is yeah. talking about, yes. it's a different story. I can fucking play the villain. <laughs> Fine. Okay. I thought he had my costume, which is the yellow and blue tiger stripe Wolverine outfit from the uh, from the animated series. I um, have and that. It's essentially the outfit, I mean, just battle damaged and like no, haphazardly repaired. No, the one you have has it's like... the same. It's not it's the, the same, same outfit. I, um, no, no. I mean, it's Wolverine's greatest outfit. Put it, put it, put it up, put it up for a vote. Like, yeah. ask your people, ask, ask the community if this is the same. I, I believe UncannyXMen.net would say this is not the same. It's not. This is not. This is not Tiger Stripe Wolverine. This is something. I, I love the onslaught era. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I couldn't tell. But this is not the same costume. Because one is a boot and one is a toot, for sure. Listen, total boot for Tiger Stripe Wolverine in his completed outfit that's perfectly <sighs> stitched. Complete toot for it. Um, but Feral Wolverine, you know, he's going through shit. And 
looks awesome. So, so you're booting my Wolverine. Oh, wait, did I say boot? I meant to. You okay. did, and I was stunned. Oh, okay. I oh, was okay. stunned. Hammy, you're on mute. Hammy, you're muted. <laughs> it's for the best. It's for the best. <laughs> I had nothing good to say. I mean, it's a toot. Did I say that? I probably said it yep. while I was muted. It's a toot, okay. obviously. Awesome. Wait, which one? Let's make it, let's be clear, just for the record. Which one is the toot and which one is the boot? The perfectly sewn up tiger striped Wolverine uh, is a toot. And the ripped one with the weird bandana and possibly a missing nose and also bone claws, maybe, is a oh boot. Oh my god, the bone claws. Oh my god, the bone claws. The bone claws are hot, but at the end of Fatal this. Attractions, when he's with Jubilee and the bone claws come out, and he's here like, I must have been born with a beautiful scene. One of the most beautiful scenes. Who's next? <laughs> Anyways, all right, Flink, what is your. Your number five. My number five is the Generation X jumpsuit. Um, and much to the surprise to anyone who has listened thus far, uh, Chris Bichalo also designed this suit and all of the team's looks. Um, so what I love about this really applies to like everybody, but uh, I feel like the red is a super bold choice. And at the time, there just wasn't a lot of, this is the 90s, so there just wasn't a lot of red in the X suits. Um, pops of it in people like Nightcrawler and Colossus and the things that, you know, we all uh, tooted strongly earlier. But as a primary color on a costume, it was really reserved for, like, villains. Um, and I just remember being so blown away when I saw it uh, for the first time. And I, I love it. I love the oversized knee pads, the oversized boots, the oversized gauntlets, all all Bachaloisms, all things I adore. Toot, 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 toot. Couldn't agree more. For everything you just said, 100% agree. Barbarian lad. I am going to be the bad guy. I'm going to boot it. I, my I God, you hate me so much. What I the fuck is wrong with okay. you? I Who think hates what... the Generation X uniforms? Because it's it's all this they're all the same. I don't like when this they're like you know, the original It was the, the student X uniform. Yeah, but it's just it's a bit like your um your number ten. That's just a boring it's just kinda of boring. What a coincidence. <laughs> I, uh, what, how, I what am about now you? You're a Monet right hater, now. huh? No, I'm just kidding. I mean uh, it's so it's individually are you saying gen all the Gen X costumes, or are you picking one person in a Gen No, X? like, I I originally had just Jubilee, because Hello Jubilee is amazing, but Correct. then when I was, like, really thinking about it, it kind of evolved into just, like, all of them, but, you know, like, M, Husk, Jubilee, Sync, uh, I, I like Skin's variation of it, obviously, it's a little bit different, but yeah. I, know. I toot them as a group, I think, because they all have separate little things that makes the entire group look different like jubilee having the jacket over top i think is a nice look like you said skin having a different variation uh i like that about it if you were just to say like i don't know one of them i would probably boot it fair um, i mean really i'm loving what i love are like again the oversized boots and gauntlets and the concentric circles on like the knee pads so like anybody who has that vibe going on in their suit is getting the extra strong love from me i i love these costumes so much and i was listening to rob liefeld's podcast recently he was talking about the new mutants and how the generic school uniform didn't really work 
at the time for him because it kind of robbed the characters of individualism. And it was supposed to be more that they're uniform, they're a team, they're not fully realized as heroes, so that's why they wear the generic school uniform. I think that concept is applicable here for Generation X. But these characters have so much swag. Their design, and even the way they're positioned with like the black background and having Emma Banshee, that even in a quote-unquote generic school uniform, their yeah. personalities shine through. So it is, for me, it's just like they're wearing the costume, but their personas are so rebellious that they just own it. So well, especially Jubilee. I love Jubilee and Skins. Those are my two favorite from from these uniforms. And 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 I will just remind everyone that this was also the very first live action X suit that we ever had uh, in the Generation X TV movie. And so like that probably has it was super a super faithful rendition of it, too. So like that probably has a lot of bearing on like why I love this so much. As worn by Suzanne Davis, who has ignored my Facebook requests, I've emailed. I've literally found her husband on LinkedIn, messaged him, sent Countless Bitch. emails. We're trying to do a Generation X reunion. We I have called everyone. her. You did call her. We like determined that I should call her because she apparently lived in Texas and I have a Texas. It's a whole thing. There was like a whole scheme to get the woman who wore the Generation X costume on the podcast. Long story short. Who played the Paige character on on the movie. Why, why am I forgetting her name right now? What was her Buff. name? Buff. There you go. But she's an acting coach. I'm like, bitch, what if I'm a student who needs some acting lessons? Like, answer it. She wore it. It looked iconic. Hammy looks terrified. <laughs> We're so like, like when, the, when the restraining order comes in, Hammy and I <laughs> yeah, like, right. no idea what they're... <laughs> I was going to say, listening to Dayspring, like, talk about why the costumes are, like, so important to him and so iconic really makes me feel like it's a boot from me. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. So we move on to another number five. Okay, another number five. Who's up, Hammy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've built bad karma. I don't want to do this. Uh, my number five is obviously the most bootable character, I think, out of all of this. Uh, AOA Iceman, Age of Apocalypse Iceman. I, I, no, this is, this is a boot for me, yeah. You said boot. A oh, toot, did you say? A toot. Oh my god, I keep getting it wrong because of the whiskey. Toot, 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 toot. I toot it, toot it, love it, love it. 100% love it. What and, do you love right. about it? Are you asking me? Who do you, yeah, who are you asking? <laughs> Any I, of you that are tooting it. Oh, are you going to oh, boot boy. it? I'm booting it. It's 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 just him and Ice, and he's a bit John. spiky. So he's badass because he's got spikes no. on John, him. John, like, where yeah. the fuck were you during the mid-90s? I need to know. I How can't... could you not love this? What, and like, I, you're like I was not a fully functional adjusted teenager. I, like, I'm, you, I mean, tooting I'm tooting it? this as well for for the record. Wait, the you're record. tooting it? Tooting is good. Oh, tooting. Okay, tooting I'm sorry. Me I'm sorry, it's a whiskey. It's not me right now. It's a whiskey you're talking. Oh my god. You're welcome. That <laughs> very loud. It's like. It's <laughs> and like I will explain what the difference is okay. on on okay, this. Let's do it. And let's do it's, it. He has. Of course, and, and Dayspring, I'm surprised it wasn't the first thing out of your mouth. The big design difference is he has this the writer strong, strong center hair. part, except it's icy and spiky, and he has no face. And we did not get the writer strong hair for the Marvel Legends Age of Apocalypse Ice Band. They gave us the uncanny X Force rendition, and of it's him. a crime. It's, it's a, a crime. crime. I'm Both sorry. Tammy specifically put a picture, and I, I need to give you mad props for this. You specifically put a picture 
of the Armor Wars Ice Armor Toy Biz five-inch action figure yeah. in the document for us to consider. Um, and that is like 75% of the reason that I'm giving 100%. this a, a a toot right now is because of that toy. Got to know your audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that you're playing games. I see. I, okay, it's fair. It's fair. But to piggyback off of what you were saying, Flink, this was also a time in the comics for Bobby where he was just the practical <laughs> jokester. <laughs> what are you laughing about? I'm laughing at Labbarian Lad being like, it's 4 a.m. where I live, and you being like, let me tell you the <laughs> entire history of Ice <laughs> She can take a nap. She can take a nap. In the comics, during this time, Bobby had just been seen as a practical jokester. Emma Frost, when she was in her coma, literally reached out possessed him. <laughs> In her green costume. <laughs> In her green costume. Possessed him. Realized his power before him. And he could not rationalize that. So then again, Age of Apocalypse happens. This is the other road the character could have taken where he was fully confident and you saw him being able to use his powers in the way that Emma used the powers for him. So are we are we so doing a incredible. list of like cool plot backstories? Or are we doing a list of costume no bitch thank you Lavarian lad i'm, I'm literally you. on the edge of booting my own character so he'll stop I'm talking about you context for why this costume rocks not only is it a beautiful design but there's so much emotional behind it because a good design speaks up to its audience there's a reason for it so this isn't just like oh polaris is wearing this like costume it's literally oh, there was thought behind it so you're welcome. All right. Okay. I'm still booting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boot mute. from me, too. Yeah. Mute. Yeah. How do I mute? I'm muting you right now. There you go. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I have to ask you to unmute. I didn't really mean to mute you. Okay. So did everyone say their piece on this? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Hammy, why don't you kick us off at number four? I would love to. It's 90s Jubilee. Yellow jacket, blue jean, shorts, pink shirt. You feel how you want to feel. I don't particularly care. I just think it's it, it's it's so stupid. I love it. I love it. it, it it's it. Yeah. It's a toot. It's toot. I mean, again, toot, toot, it's toot, a Jim toot. Lee 90s X-Men costume. I love it in all of its forms. I love... Technically, it was so... the I... I I'm not going to get all all day spring about it, but like the re her her costume is like derived from Robin. That's why she wears like a big yellow jacket, and it was originally colored with with the blue parts green. And I love it for that. Um, I thought it was a good look then. I thought it was a good look on the animated series. I yeah, it's a very strong toot for me. There's a variation of it though that I've never really quite understood. Right? There's like a different coloring where it's green. Yeah, and, that's the Robin. Yeah, yeah, that's the Robin. And it's not that's the, the traditional like, magic or Psylocke stuff. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to get us off topic, but like I, 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 I love this costume. One hundred percent a toot on my end. Lavarian. Yeah, I'm tooting. Okay, up. it's Thank a great costume. Um, it's just so fun. It's happy. It makes me think of bubblegum. It's a like it evokes exactly what she was supposed to be. So I think it's a great. Great costume. And so easy to cosplay, which yeah. I always look for. Like, you could closet cosplay this so easily. All right. Number four for you, Flink. 
Okay, well, you, we all knew she was coming on my list eventually. So yeah, number four is Dazzler in her blue costume. And I mean, listen, look, obviously the disco look is 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 super iconic and I love it. And it's like a really tough choice between the two. But for whatever reason, I've just always gravitated, you know, more to the blue. Um, I love it in all of its forms. You know, the original like asymmetrical version and the midriff version from the Outback era. Um, you know, if I had to pick like gun to head, if I had to pick like the best one, it would probably be the arcade slash like pride of the X-Men version, which is no different from the comics version. It just has a leather jacket over it. And I feel like she, like that care version of the character was honestly, I feel like one of the first to ever do that. I mean, I know that it went on to like that trend went on to like dominate the nineties. But if you think like late eighties, like early nineties, I, I don't know. She predates Jim Lee Rogue is all I'm saying with the leather jacket. So uh, that's probably my favorite version of it. But like, I love them all. Um, give me give me Blue Dazzler or give me Death. This is, this is my shoot. I love this costume so much. And the fact that like you nailed it, like the, the leather jacket coming pre Rogue, pre Cyclops wearing a leather jacket. Like, yeah. Everything after this is just like icing on the cake for me. Yeah, this is this is it. I love I love Disco Dazzler, but I can't get over this look. It's all time. Amazing. Incredible. Forever iconic, as always. <laughs> a legend. This is a boot for me. Oh, my God. Really? You so boot that one, right, Dayspring? I'm, yeah, I am booting it. I am booting it oh, because okay. Dazzler. I'm leaning, oh. I'm leaning forward for you this one. You know you tooted Adam X, right? Right. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Mm, mm, mm. Listen, I think Dazzler has so many great looks. And listen, Dazzler, number one, when she was still in her disco phase, feeling her disco oats, was one of the highest selling comics. It got great distribution. And then she gets into this costume and she does not get her celebrity A status. And I'll give you Flink that I like it with her jacket, 100%. With the leather jacket, I think it's a fun look. But without it, it's gonna be it's gonna be a boot for me. I literally just realized yeah. she's over my. I'm yeah, sorry. I know. I didn't and that's even literally, like, I'm I like because at it's it. just behind my head, and then I'm like, oh wait, there she is. No, like you're crazy, uh, Latvian lad. <laughs> this is the, the shoot. This is the shoot for me. Also, I think it's great. Oh, I think you could. Yeah, it's 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 so. Jane fun to vi workout video like amazing everything nostalgia like I love it also like part of the X Men I'm from the era that like when I was a kid that the the cartoon came out um I think yeah I think it's her best outfit actually yes it is it definitely is like I have like the the disco is iconic it is iconic for all the all the reasons like you you said day spring but it also was dated the minute it came out like that costume didn't come out in the 70s that costume came out yeah. in like late 1980 maybe even 1981 it was dated from the word go so like in context it might even be like a boot, but in like the overall history of Dazzler, it could never be like, it's one of the greatest costumes of all time. But like, I know the blue costume wins. There's, there's just no, there's just no, mm -mm. that's fine. Listen, it's fine. I'll die on that hill. Number four for you, let Mary let. So mine has an asterisk that I guess you have to go like aesthetic because the costume's a bit non-existent. Uh, it's Mojo. <laughs> I think this is such a great designed villain. 
I mean, he's gross looking. He's like jaundicey. He, he's got the weird mechanical spider legs, all the like stuff shit coming out of his back. Um, I think for me, like I love everything that like all the costumes that like it does what it says on the tin. You know what I mean? Like you look at him and you know exactly that he's going to have like an over the top campy voice. You know that he's going to be like some maniacal villain with like stupid plots that don't make sense. I love him. I think the toy of him looks fantastic. I am here for Mojo. I, I, to, to, to quote our friend Lenore Zan, he's, he's my Mojo man. I love him. I think he is absolutely incredible. Available on uh, iTunes and Spotify. I, Mojo man by Lenore Zan. It's, it's definitely, definitely a, a, a toot for me. I, I love Mojo. He's, he is exactly what you would expect a character that looks like that to be. Um, He's great. I don't know. I don't even know, like, what do I love about this, like, blobbish yellow man with no legs? I, I, I no spine. I, I really couldn't say, but he is glorious. Especially when he's on panel with Longshot and Spiral. I just love seeing them all there. Yeah, I don't know how else would Mojo look if not like this. 100% a toot. Yeah, I'm tooting it. I don't want to toot it, but I'm tooting it. It's a great design. <laughs> He's amazing. He makes me feel disgusting in my belly, but I'll toot it because anything that makes me feel anything is a toot from me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm so dead inside that to feel once again. Yeah. To feel once again. I no, love we're... that that Mojo is getting like the all around the all around toot. That's that's incredible. He deserves it. He deserves it. No. <laughs> even though you were like part of the, the chorus of toots i'm looking at the picture and i can't argue with anything you guys are saying so i'm like it must be a toot it it just must be he looks so cool uh yeah it couldn't Whatever. be anything else Ugh. number four for me is gonna be onslaught and I love that he is an amalgamation of Professor X and Magneto. I love the costume. Again, as rendered by Joe Mad. For me, like Onslaught is always going to be peak X-Men crossover. It's everything I want. I love the design here. I love that he doesn't really have his face there. This is phase one Onslaught, not phase two. Yeah. Phase one Important Onslaught. Important distinction to make. I, you know, I'm very Nobody happy. Nobody likes crabs. <laughs> I have nothing nothing to say. I think this is a mic drop. You're welcome, everyone. I, I, I mean, it's certainly a toot, a strong toot for me. I I I don't know that I have the same affinity for the onslaught story that you do. Fair. And you know, it's well established how much you love it and all the reasons why. Um, and and they're all valid, but I just for me the based entirely on the look. It's it's he's a big hot magneto looking thing with shoulder pads with big spiky shoulder pads. I love a '90s daddy with shoulder pads. So obvious obvious toot for me. Yeah, I, I'll I, this is another one like I'm gonna toot it because it's it's a great design and I. It makes me wonder, like, if you blind tested people and were like, what costumes look good, what don't, having no vision of the X-Men, what they would say. Because part of me thinks, like, maybe I don't like it, but I just, it's so iconic that I can't, I can't boot it. It's, it's, it's great. Yeah. 
I think Hammy just hit the net. Like, I'm going to toot it, but I'm, I'm sitting here objectively going, like, if I had no context, would I think <laughs> this just doesn't look like a, a, a Sentinel variant? Like, it right, looks like a or robot. an ugly Transformer. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I can't erase all the memories I have in my brain, so I'm tooting it. He's a yeah. big chunky boy who doesn't like a He's big, a big chunky, chunky like, boy. Yeah. We He's one of my favorite action figures too, so like I have a hard yes. time being like, uh, yeah. We were talking what? to Scott Labdell at WonderCon, and he was talking about how even the identity of Onslaught didn't come until after the story was well underway and the seats were planted. So this design came during an editorial meeting when they decided it was going to be Xavier. And it fortuitously worked out that he had gone after Juggernaut. But they were just like, yeah, let's do like a mashup of Magneto and, you know, Xavier. And it works so well for something that was done on the fly. I think it has been very well done. Guys, our top threes. All right, guys. Drum roll, please. Our top three. And Sean, why don't you kick us off? All right. In my bronze medal place is Archangel in the pink and blue. Um with the with the blue face, not with the not like the the horseman one with the the skull face. I mean, again, anything with uh, for us in pink, I'm gonna be here for. I just think this is such a striking design on any panel that he's on. He stands out. Um, again, he looks different to all the other X Men. He kind of looks dark and edgy. This is a great look. Agreed, one hundred percent. I love it. I, I don't love- see how anyone could ever. Yeah. No, this is a toot, right? Right, Hammy? This is a toot. This is a toot. It should have been your number one, if I'm being honest. No spoilers for the rest of your list, but... Yeah, this is is all time. It deserves a trifecta of toots, for for sure. This is... Toot, toot, toot. It's beautiful. I I really wish that in X-Men Apocalypse, we would have gotten him in this outfit. That's how important it is. And it's... I think, Especially because it was in the 80s. Hello, the hot yeah. pink. It's the 80s. Yeah. Give us a sign. Oh. This movie is set in the 80s, please. Do you know what I think it is? You, you want to go on a side story, even though it is 1 yes. o'clock in the morning for me. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the younger brother. So I have an older brother, and I grew up like obviously in the 80s. And he then, because he was like the older brother, always had like the classic blue. And then what's the opposite color in the 80s? It was the shocking pink. So I think I just always got shocking pink everything. And Therefore, I love it. So any costume that has fluorescent pink on it, I am going to be here for. And I love the positioning of the pink, right? Like it's all over his body's accent. It's on his toes as well. It is with those large like metal wings. It's gorgeous. And I love it when he doesn't have the cowl on and his blonde locks are out. I love that as well. Or the mullet. Even better, the blonde mullet. Oh, yeah, the mullet. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love both versions because the cowl is so great. Yeah. And like I have, you know, obviously been showing love for the Chris Bichello costumes that just have like the weird complex line Lines. patterns on yeah. them. And this is like that on crack. So it is incredible. Just one of one of the best, I think, uh, X-Men costumes. Yeah. Link and I share the character for number three, but not the look. Do you want to kick it off? Flink? Sure. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Outback era Storm. So that is the Mark Silvestri design look. It was the all black uh, leather, like head to toe black leather with the yellow lightning bolt. 
And, you know, honestly, there are a ton of different storm looks, obviously, that could uh, have landed on this list. But I I don't know. There's like, like in some world that if it weren't for this costume, I wouldn't even like be an X-Men fan because the reason I gravitated to X-Men strongly, as we all know, is the Toy Biz line of action figures. And the very first one that I bought pre like X-Men animated series was, was storm in this costume with like and no context. Bolt lighted up. Oh God. It, it, it's, it's just, I don't know. It's like the perfect combination of her classic, like her classic goddess look with her, her punk look. And, and, and it, it, I, I love it, but there is an asterisk here that anyone who draws it without like the partial Mohawk at the front, it just, it makes me, it makes me sad. I don't, I don't like it without, you know, that's what makes it one of the things that makes it special to me specifically. I mean, it is a huge toot for me. 100%. No, sorry, Dayspring, you have to boot it because it's not your favorite costume (laughs) of that character. (laughs) And according to the other things you booted, you, you can't toot this legally. Well, you must give it a boot. Signed contracts. Yeah. But what do you guys think for it? Toot. Two. I think this Two. is Storm's best look. I think this is yeah. like the fact that it's just so like classically a superhero outfit. Like it's got the lightning bolt on the chest. Like it's just so simple, but like it. Yeah, I love it. And I, I think back to that toy too, where the the, the lightning bolt lit up. Yeah, from, from yeah. way back when. And so you have it me. from the the shot you used in our file or our Google Drive flink is "Twas the Night Before" or "Twas the Night." Yeah. And shout yeah. out to Mary who we did that. Um, oh my generations God. of X with shout out to Mary, shout out to Mary, who's not listening to this podcast. So it's no. a toot from all of us. Dates from what was yours? My number three is Storm, and it's her Hellfire Gala look. And now here's the thing: this look just broke the internet. The as designed by Russell Dodderman, but having her hair as kind of like a cloud was so clever. Having her in those beautiful like heels that look like they, they're not McQueen heels, but you get it. Like it's high fashion, it's regal, it's storm, and she kept it for a little bit for a couple issues, and she became Soul Regent wearing that. So for me, I love it. I don't know why we got that Brotherhood look that's currently in X Men Red. It's not a bad look by any means, but. She should have stayed with her Hellfire Gala look. It is a defining look for the character during the Krakoan Age. This is my shoot for you. This is Thank my you. shoot. I think. Thank you. I think this will be maybe contentious on the internet, but this is my favorite Storm look ever. I've never like Storms. All most of Storms looks are great, but I've never looked at Storm and just been gobsmacked by how stunning the look is like I just I couldn't get over it it was the first the first time I saw it I was just like this is the best designed costume I've ever seen it would have been number one on my list but I didn't know if we were doing hellfire or not I just I can't I can't get over it it's high technicality technicality she wore it after we'll give it we'll we'll let it we'll let it slide yeah I it's I controversial probably maybe it's 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 a toot for it's a toot for sure but it might be a mid-level just like a mid-level toot for me it wasn't my favorite hellfire gala look I loved like you said the cloud um I loved the hair it was beautiful but I don't know I think storm and anything bathing suit ish and this is clearly not a bathing suit but like bathing suit derived storm costumes just aren't my favorite she's a black she's a black leather girl for me like that that's just my storm and that's just a preference for the character the look 
is obviously a, a toot. It's not my favorite. I think Blink's look for Storm was a better, stronger look, but I think it's a toot. All right, Hemi, your number three. My number three is, if anyone disagrees, we are. I'm blocking you on social media. My number three is uh, Mystique from the X-Men movies, Rebecca Romaine, obviously. Uh, okay. I was going to bring up that distinction. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Distinction yeah. necessary. It's Rebecca Romaine. It's, it's unbootable. Let's move on. Holy shit, that woman in that suit. It's, you know, it's funny. It redefined mystique for audiences and briefly was supposed to be her like default form in the comics during x-men forever at the end she was here like this is my new template and she was like the more reptilian and we've never seen it again since but because it was so iconic in the movie and i agree with you that they changed it in the comics it's okay. so good yeah yeah obviously go go ahead no that i mean <laughs> I don't yeah, think right. it's just so you guys don't have to say anything. So well, good. I have one. I I just because he just because he brought it up, just because he brought it up. I don't me, like me? it for her. Uh, you just because I'm sorry. I'm like pointing at the screen. You're to the left. He's to the left of me on the screen, uh, on my screen. Uh, because Dayspring brought it up. I don't like it for her as a look in the comics. Oh I'm no, absolutely on, not. Yeah, but it is an but absolute. It's a the huge impact. two. Absolutely yeah. huge two. Rebecca Romaine mystique what's not to love but because it was so great that's why they try to make it work in the comics and it, did well, it not didn't work did not at all but it worked so well in the movie so yes hammy with the only with the only movie look actually on the yeah. list it's the only one worth mentioning it's the only one yeah exactly all right well we're getting into our top two and that very lad do you want to kick us off with your number two i mean this is one of the greatest looks, I think, for any X-Men. Actually, Hami, why don't you say who mine is? You, This is so rude, because you know I don't know how to say it. Exodius. Ex- ex- Exodus. Ex- ex- Exodius is a Yu-Gi-Oh character, okay? So give me a fucking break. So good. Call back to our I, last episode. I hate you guys. Exodus. Um, I mean... For me, I love anything with drama, and this costume is just ridiculous. Like Mom. it's got gigantic shoulder pads. It's got weird gold wing type structural design in the back that's completely useless. Um, it's again hot pink, black, a giant cape. I mean, all of it is just dumb in the right way. This is such a good outfit. I have made a fuss over this outfit being amazing in the past, so obviously it is a a, a a toot for me, a very strong one. I love his white cape. I love the hot pink uh, shoulder pads. You name it. This is it, it, it's all here, and it all looks fabulous. I, I probably want to like it more than I actually do, <laughs> but I can't argue because it's Exodius in a white cape. It looks so <laughs> regal. He's on the council. We want him as a Marvel Legends. I wouldn't want him in any other format. I, I'm looking at the costume objectively. I don't know if I'm wild about it objectively, like just looking at it, but it works for the character. I think it looks great. I love the shoulder pads. I love the belt. I love the pink. So it is a toot for me. 
I would just like to remind Labarian Lad that he said uh, Nightcrawler's black was not enough contrast. No, because against Nightcrawler's the red. skin is dark blue. So are you taking notes? I love that. <laughs> uh, it's a toot, unfortunately. <laughs> 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 it's a toot, I guess. Fuck, 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 fuck. All right, number <laughs> number two for me is Nate Gray. Classic Nate Gray, Age of Apocalypse, Blue Jacket, Wandering the Marvel Universe, just finished his battle in Age of Apocalypse. I love it. Rider Strong Hair, two white streaks in the front, recreating Maddie and having an affair with her, not knowing it's... Well, I guess he does know it's his mom's clone. So I love it. It looks great. The flaming eye with its telekinetic powers. Love it 100%. I mean, yeah, it's a definitely a a, a toot for me. You know, I, I adore this look. I adore Nate. I adore all of the things you just said. Um, I will say, I will say, I saw the cover to the first issue of his comic, like held it in my hands the other day for the first time in a long time. And I forgot. Apocalypse begins now. Yeah. I, I forgot on that cover, he's actually wearing like this little like waist trainer corset thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I love that. I wish I wish that had stuck around for more than just like the first cover. But even even without his cutie little uh, waist trainer, it's definitely a toot. I lose it a shoot. Oh, God, it's right on the it's right on the line of a toot shoot for me. I'm not going to it's not a shoot, but we're close. And originally there were going to be silver parts instead of the yellow parts. No, and I think the God. yellow yellow makes it work so well. Yeah. And also for the character, I'm going to say this, and I love Nate. I don't think Nate has a better look. I, I think all his yeah. other costumes. With well, he the only has like two. With, with the exception of the X Factor one, Jesus Nate and you know Shaman Nate, I think are such ugly costumes for the character. So. What this about one? mesh? Mesh. Oh, the mesh shirt. But that's I mean, no. He's he's like going out. That's like night. Dreams. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's still great. But that's night out going out on the town. Nate, I don't. It doesn't count. Hammy, what do you think? Uh yeah, it's a it's a definite toot for me. I think um, the only thing I don't like is it's really difficult to cosplay because blue leather jackets are impossible to find. You and I tried. Made. I've tried painting black leather jackets to do this cosplay and tried blue leather pants, blue leather jacket, impossible. Wait, you've tried to do Nate? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah, because it never looked good. (laughs) Interesting. I want to do it in black and yellow, maybe. Like, it'd be easier to do it in black and yellow. We need to find a solution. I think you would be an awesome Nate. Yeah, correct. I agree. (laughs) That's why I keep trying. That's why I keep trying. I think it's a soft toot. I think a he looks cool. Dude. Yeah, I think I think he 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 looks he looks cool, and he's very '90s, and he looks like a hot boy from the '90s. But I don't think there's like much to the costume. Mm. But I think he looks cool, so I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. There's there's not much without the waist trainer, <laughs> but it's still a huge a huge two. Okay, number two for you, Flink. Okay, well, we've already established that uh, I love a baggy leather jacket over a bodysuit. Uh, so my number two is 90s X-Factor Havoc. Um, I, I I don't know. There's just something about, about this look for me. There's nothing particularly, like, super exciting, but I find it, like, incredibly uh, iconic. Just, like, Havoc had worn 
kind of the same costume for like 30 years by the time this costume came out. And it was just totally different. And the blacks with the yellows and the blues and the big textured shoulder pads on the leather jacket. Uh, it, it's, it's a bit, all a big, a big yes for me. And like, especially later issues that were drawn by like Joe Quesada, where he had like the longer hair, like mm. flopping over his head condom. Like I just, he is the sexiest male X-Man. And this is like, I know there's a version of him that literally wears a loincloth, but somehow for me, this is still the sexiest habit costume somehow. I don't know. I, for reasons you just said, it is a toot for me. I, I love it. I love the Marvel Legends two-pack with Polaris. For me, they are iconic 90s. When I think of Havoc, I always think of him. I think this is such a fun costume. It pops on 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 panel. I'm 100% supportive of this being your number two. Yep. I'm. Uh, it's a toot for me. I think it is what Nate Gray could have been. Like I think, oh. I think it's a better version of Nate Gray's costume in a lot of a lot of ways. I, I love Nate Gray's as well, but I, I think this is a higher end version for me. So it's a, it's certainly a two. Yeah, I, I think that. actually, yeah, I like that. I like, I like that. for me, that's a great explanation. I, I've got to toot it because I tooted. I gave a soft toot to Nate Gray, so I'm <laughs> going to give a toot to this because it's just a better version of it. <laughs> <laughs> I really never put that together before, but like, yeah, it's basically the same costume. Yeah. I have a type. Those Summers boys in their we blue and yellow giant coats. <laughs> All right, Hemi, what is your number two? My number two is my kink, a man in all black leather long shot. I like this is like Tom of Finland vibes, but like to the max. Like this man does it. I don't want to spoil my number one, but it's similar in some ways. Um, <laughs> I just think I think Longshot looks so good, man. I don't know. I if everyone in the world booted this costume, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. It's just everything. The little man purse, the like belt with the knife. It's 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 all everything to me. We, we I, had Anne Nascenti on the podcast, and she talked about the popularity of the Longshot miniseries, and she was like, "It was Art Adams and his design. It, this, but the the series could have gone any which way." But art really delivered, and I agree with you. When I look at this costume, it works, and a lot of cred goes to... I love the story. I love Anna Senti's story, but got to give credit to the art. It is a vibe. Long shot looks so great. It is a toot on my end. Blank? Okay, it is a a very strong toot for me. Obviously, you know, it. I to love the long shot series and i didn't give art adams a shout out for mojo but he absolutely okay. deserves all the props for long shot he is minimalist but hot but also not minimalist because he's got pouches everywhere and his like he just needs a place for all of his things and that is like super relatable to me um i am always carrying around a backpack so like i i love it it is a very strong toot for me he's very relatable in that series in that mini series it is such a beautiful i think it's a a a modern myth i mean i love i can't say good things about and i can't say enough good things about anna since he's writing for the long shot series agreed yeah, I love it. I mean, I, I think it looks like something like David Bowie would wear. I think he looks like a rock star. Um, I agree, like, it is minimalist, but it's not. Um, I love the mullet that he's got on. He just looks 
yeah, he just looks like a superhero rock star, and I think it's a really good look. So solid choice for your number two, Hummy. Sean, it's interesting that you said that about looking like David Bowie because originally Longshot was supposed to be non-binary. It was he was supposed to just be genderless. And when we were talking to Anna Sen, she's like, I wonder how a long shot story would work in today's world that would be good. Make him non-binary, make them non-binary yeah. and be a social media star, right? That's a new form of how we consume media, YouTuber or whatever. And I just think this look, it's great. 100% happy with that pick, Hammy. All right, guys, we are at our number ones. Woo! Just like th- three hours later. Later, yeah. This I'm is so like the, excited. This episode I- is the length of Titanic. I don't think we've done a three-hour episode in a minute, but... I, and just for the record, I gave like everybody multiple outs and tried it. It was like, we could only do five because Top I five. saw this. I saw this coming, but I'm I'm I have had a blast. So I'm glad that we have done all all ten looks. And I'm so sorry, Sean, that you're gonna be so tired tomorrow and it's totally hopefully worth you've that. had fun too. <laughs> I'm gonna well, kick we'll, off... we'll see if you tutor boot my last look, so yeah. I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. I'll kick off our number one because mine is more emotional why I picked it. It is Rogue <laughs> in Shi'ar space wearing the pink jumpsuit. Hear me out. It's just this was a color scheme for Rogue. It did not work. You know, in theory, you don't think it would work, but in execution, it does. Joe Mad delivered. I love that variant cover with her back and her ass just to the to the viewer. It just for me, it's just it's pure happiness. I love this. I did not get the Toy Biz figure. I was very sad about it, but I love her hair. I love her long pony. I just it's classic Joe Mad design, and it just makes me very happy to see. Hammy's shaking his head. Oh no, I just can't believe you got the toy. Oh, I I have have to get no. And to boot again, or excuse me, just to put an asterisk there again. The reason why I guess number one is because it was a risk on a character that had a very iconic look and I think was pulled off. Uh, God. Um... <laughs> you people are so mean to me. I hope the folks at home know how mean you guys are to me. No, no. I I toot it, honestly, but I my nostalgia is coming from the toy. Like, I went through four of them. This toy specifically, my mom tells a story about how I used to rip the ponytail off it all the time to <laughs> buy me new ones. Like, I, I, this is, like, also, like, Onslaught. I don't know if you ask someone else, maybe they'd like it or not. I, I think it looks fucking great. I don't know. Two. Sean? I mean, I feel bad because this is in your number one spot, but I'm going to boot it. I think it's a boring outfit. I think that if you... Like, if you just put the photo there, I would have no idea who it was. I don't even think you can tell it's Rogue. I I mean, her ass looks great in the photo, for sure, but I just think it's a... And it's like the wrong color pink for me. It's just like a few shades too somber. It's a hypersexualization of the character, the one I put on our on our spreadsheet. But when you read the actual story, it reads so I don't know. Listen, I'm not saying it's not about the story. It's not it's, about the story. It's, it is very Gen 13 
era yes. style costume. Yes. That's why it works. Right. So yeah, I, I agree that you would probably look at this and be like, oh, this is a wild storm character or an image character. Yeah, I, I get that. But I think that's why it works so well. Wow. I, I literally was like, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to give this a, a, a pretty strong, not a very strong, but a pretty strong toot uh, because it is classic, like applying the Wildstorm formula to, to the X-Men in the mid to late nineties. And God knows I love me some Wildstorm. So I, it it's a pretty strong, it's a pretty strong toot for me. Number one for you link what is it okay so basically i said earlier that almost all emma costumes are shoots for me and the they're all pretty pretty level but like the top shoot for me has to be the new x-men frank quietly emma frost um i it it it's gravity defying i mean i'll give it that and but love it or hate it it's unique it's clever it's fun it's the right kind of scandalous for the character. Uh, and it made her unique at a time when all of the other X-Men were like conforming to the same look and Emma never conforms. Uh, and I just love that for her. And it, it, it represents uh, the character well for, for that period. And it looks good with or without a coat. It looks good with the pants. It looks good as like a sexy diaper thing. Uh, the platform boots are to die for. I could go on and on about how much I love this look. It's just, it does it's, it's my number one. I love it. I love it. I think because a lot of people think Frank Quitely's art is quote unquote ugly. That oh, they're wrong. A wrong. lot of people dismiss his look. But it for me, it worked at Ride at Xavier's with when Ethan Van Skyver like did the art for it, I, I think it's, I, I agree with you. I think the costume is great. It was at a time where we had JLo wearing her infamous Versace dress. So this Emma was a byproduct of that vibe. I think she looks great. She popped on screen, new X-Men Emma. We have the Emma we have today because of Morrison's new X-Men. And a large part is this costume. I'm excited to see what the other side of the podcast has to say about this. <laughs> so Barry and Lad, would you like to start or would you like me to go? What Frank's art is Frank's art is ugly and this costume is busted. It's a boot. <laughs> okay, I don't feel too bad then. Okay, I so this is where I'm gonna put Emma's in post sirens. Sorry, what were you saying, um, Sean? I think this is Emma's worst costume. Sorry, like I, I'm gonna yeah. boot it. You're I, gonna boot I, everybody's number one. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> you hate how, us all. It is abundantly how clear. Can you say that? I do. I just don't understand. Okay, so, may, so I'm looking at the pick, and the, I mean, having said the art is not great. I just, I think it looks like she's wearing a diaper, like the cut of the short. Oh, it's beard. a sexy diaper for sure. Oh, there's is no it, doubt that this is a diaper and that uh, it's sexy. I just, <laughs> to be very clear. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like it. I don't it like is, it. It is an X made out of skin. What is there yeah. not? Oh shit! Oh, toot! Sorry, you're right, toot. <laughs> Bill Jimenez, even when he did the, the did it at Murder at the Mansion, it worked. Phil Jimenez it was brought it. I, it was gorgeous. So, it, looking past Frank Quitely's our biasness that we love Frank Quitely, you guys don't. 
it is so it is a great costume you guys don't know what you're talking about you're gonna have to send more pictures of it because like i'm googling it and it's all garbage so i you know what why don't we let the listeners decide and we could put it up and be like oh it's gonna get oh well no it's gonna get tooted because oh no absolutely all your costume you're kidding weird fans (laughs) i mean to be fair i really don't actually have weird fans do i I don't think I do. I don't. The flink we'll see. It's going to get we'll a see. huge, it is going to get a huge boot. I yeah. guarantee you. I guarantee you. This do you know why? Because it's busted. Yeah. Oh my God. No. It's a vibe for me, man. It's a vibe for me. I. It is my number one and I stand behind it 1000%. Flesh X Emma all the way. Let very learn. What's your number one? My number one is another Havoc outfit, but it's the one that Flink referenced, uh, the one that he decided was not the sexiest, which I disagree. It is Goblin Prince Havoc. is the single greatest outfit in all of X-Men. I mean, you take the hottest himbo and you put him in that. What is there not to love? Period. That's it. I'm going to boot it. Listen, he's You're hot in it. only because no, no, no. Listen, the REUs, which is from Dark Web, so hot. He looks so hot. The Mark Silvestri design, so hot. The original Inferno one, super, super, super hot. But it's just a shredded version of his normal outfit with the cape. So hold um... on, stop. What was our Wolverine conversation earlier yeah, about it being a shredded version of the original costume? But I don't like the original costume. There we go. I am Ooh. consistent. No, um, he's sexy. There's no doubt. And I actually think, Sean, you, if you cosplayed this, you would break the internet. You would look immaculate in it. But looking at it based off of just the outfit and not the boy who is wearing it, it's not my favorite Havoc look. And I just, I don't know. I think you should do every issue in this, in this outfit. <laughs> okay, that I don't disagree with. Yeah, I, oh, this is so hard for me. I like literally have voices screaming, conflicting things in my head right now because Havoc, as I mentioned earlier, is the hottest X-Man. I love, I, I he's just sexy. I can't even explain why I love him so much. And this costume ostensibly should be like a slam dunk for me, but kind of like what Dayspring said, there's just... It is just kind of a shredded version of his regular costume, which to be clear, I booted I booted for Wolverine too. Um, so oh I, I it, love that Hammy keeps receipts, by the way. It <laughs> yeah. Hammy keeps her receipts. Like I just picture with a little notepad and off screen scribbling things. It what do you is mean? What <laughs> it is an ultimately there is I, I there's no universe where I can boot this. So it is a two. It's a two. It's a two. Okay. All right. Okay. I gotta go. I'm. I gotta. I'm gonna boot it because it, he's trying. It's just trying too hard to be sexy, which I find unsexy. I can't deny that it's sexy. I think it is a sexy look. It makes me feel things, but it just <laughs> reminds me of guys like me who are prancing around on the internet in as little as possible trying to be like give me attention my clothing's all ripped and torn and so it's a that's I would gives boot- you an existential crisis for me doesn't mean you have to boot my look no i <laughs> i boot myself and therefore i boot slutty havoc <laughs>
Do you know what, though? I almost made it through the entire list with all of you tooting every single one of my looks, and this was it. This My number one look let me down. How are you guys keeping track of everything? Well, I wasn't going to tell you guys, because I feel like if I had brought it up halfway through the list, you'd look for one to boot, so I was going to wait till the end and be all smug and be like, I made it through with all toots, but I crapped out at the finish line. It's okay. I mean, listen, it is a hot costume, and like, I find it... 100% hot. It, 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 I mean, it's a hot costume. I don't know. I just, I find it interesting that that Emma's flesh X is somehow a boot, but Havoc because it wasn't uh, flattering. Boob it is wasn't... somehow your number one pick I... because Emma's weird, short, horrible cut. It's not flattering for her. I took, I took her panty look. I mean, the shoes and the long straight hair, regardless of everything else, like it is head to toe a fabulous. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, anyway. Amelia, slide into the DMs and we're yeah. going to vote on it officially on Power of X-Men and all of our social media platforms. Hammy, what is your number one? Uh, oh, right. Oh, my God. I didn't go. <laughs> Me? No, you. uh, You're bringing us home. My number one, which... I don't want to hear from you again. Uh, is um, uncanny magic? I what were think... you pointing at me? You don't want to hear from me? No, just anyone. I because oh. you, <laughs> oh. either, I'm sorry, you either you either you either toot it or you're wrong. So we don't have to go around and figure out what the answer is. It's but a I'm toot. willing to toot. hear for you. No, yeah. it's a two. It's a, it's a two. two. It's a two. Yeah, it's a two for me too. It's a two. I mean, my God, it's from that same era of yes. Chris Cachalo yeah. costumes so that I have been it's incredible. shooting all night. It's amazing. I do think, I mean, minor minor thing, I do think the, the Hawks Pox version with the boob window eliminated is a little better. I think boob window and hot pants can be a little much, depending on the artist. Chris Pachalo obviously is not a TNA artist, so it never looked that way. But other right. artists, you give someone hot pants and a boob window, it goes places. So I do think I like the Hawks Pox a little bit better, but this is this is easily her best look. It's what I think of. I wasn't a huge magic stand before this look. I am a magic stand now, be more so because of this look. Um, that includes the big ass obnoxious Final Fantasy sword. Yes, I it's an excellent choice. Well done. It I was don't... tough to find pictures that weren't over sexualized because I think that is an issue with this comic. You're right. Um, let me find but when you one. find when you find them. It's so fucking good. The costume's just so good when it's done right. It's well, yeah. do you she... think her like little head things? Do you think it's like a headband and her hair is covering it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I hope so. Or they're held as a cosplayer. By yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, why this costume works so well is because she, again, to echo what Rob Liefeld said on his podcast, someone like Ileana always goes back to that New Mutants outfit, and she's just graduated and evolved well past that as a character. So seeing her in the Revolution outfit like this, 100% owning it, she it's the swag. She wears it. I mean, there are yeah. other characters who couldn't wear this. And I just like, well, whatever. But she wears it and she wears it well. And I, this is what I think of when I think of magic. I always picture her in this outfit. Yeah, there's at this point, this is this is it. And when I think of it, there's the cover I love. There's a, a, shockingly, it's a Chris Pachalo cover. I don't know which one. It's early in that Uncanny X-Men. And she's juxtapositioned against like a solid yellow, like yeah. mustard yellow background. And that just is quite frankly, one of my, probably one of my favorite like X-Men covers. And it's, Literally, she's the only thing on it, and it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful look. 
All right, guys, that was our top 10 list, 40 outfits. Jesus Christ. Three hours later, but we're not done yet. Honorable mentions. So, Hammy, which is your honorable mention? Amazing. My honorable mention is the uh, Phoenix Force 5. I think together, I'm, I'm grouping them together because I think you could pick apart maybe different outfits on their own, but together the group looks incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, I think the Phoenix Five. I've always said this. I didn't like AVX when it was publishing. I think it's a terrible story, but I think it has aged well within the canon. And a large part of that is the Phoenix Five looks. They look all great, those characters. Cyclops. I think have they all have better looks themselves individually, but together that it's just it's art. Yeah, I think it's art. All the looks I, are, like there's not a one of them that I'm like is a bad look. I like all of those looks. And easily, like if we say that that magic look that we just discussed is her best look, the Phoenix Five magic is the first time I like noticed anything she was wearing ever. <laughs> so like, yeah, it's it's a beautiful set of costumes. And and this is the second time Emma gets the Phoenix Force, and she looks way so better, <laughs> way better. Such an improvement from Ensong. So one hundred percent agree with you, Hammy, on the Phoenix Five. Blink. What's your what's your honorable mention? Well, I was going to say uh, Iceman's blue and white '90s costume, but then I remembered what a huge crush I have on Luciano Vecchio, so mm. I changed my mind, and I'm going to say the current uh, blue and white Iceman costume. Um, no, actually, I seriously I picked this because like not only do the colors call back to the '90s costume that I love, uh, it's really simple. It has the silhouette of a harness, which is super hot, and it gave like Iceman his own cute little X logo. I don't know. I love it. I think it's uh, a banger costume of the Krakoan era. Agreed. And I love Luciano's design. Shout out to one of our favorite guests ever. I love Iceman. <laughs> I love that guy so much. It's it's hard to get me. <laughs> it's hard to, to anything Iceman I will accept. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cute. And it's I like the, the art. Like the way like put aside the costume, I think the art of it is really good. My honorable mention is going to be Age of Apocalypse Magneto. It just works as a flagship of the AOA brand. I love him with the longer hair. Obviously, I'm a huge Joseph stand, and this design obviously would inspire him, inspire the character later on. I just think it's fun. It was a very simple redesign of his of his look, and it worked perfectly for me. My favorite costume. I'm so glad we got the Mayfix one before the regular one. He's got braids in a in a red cape, and he's Magneto. I I love it. I don't. There's and again, it's just, no, just no, a no. simple simple revision of it. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a perfect uh, honorable mention because it's not particularly much better than the original, but it is good. I like it. It's 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 good. Yeah, too. So let Aaron land. All right, my honorable mention, and I'm gonna I'm gonna sell it to you guys because I feel like there's gonna be a bit of explanation. I'm going with Namor as a mutant. So there you go. I'm sliding him into the list yeah. with X-Men and his classic green trunks. And I'll like, so I, you know, jokingly, I put Goblin Prince Havoc as number one. You know, he's over-sexualized, whatever. But I think, you know, in a world where you have all these females running around in impractical outfits, it's nice to see a male superhero in an impractical outfit. And I think also you combine it with the swag of Namor that he's just such a confident badass that it's like, yeah, I'm going to fight Prime in a green Speedo because I'm a badass and I don't need a suit because I look amazing. 
So I think that is a great costume. Well, it's endured for a reason. And it had to be like that in Wakanda forever. You you couldn't do him without that. Uh, They did, technically. They did did some weird shorty... Right, right, class. right, right. But they they had to somewhat get it. Is is all I'm trying to yeah. say. They had to they had to honor the look because it's that integral to the character. Yeah, it's a great. I mean, it's been around for like what eighty years, like uh, pretty much unchanged. It's classic. How can you how can you hate how can you hate Namor and his his tiny little briefs? It's classic. Yeah, I'll I'll tune it too. I like it. It's good. It's also a really cheap cosplay. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. Finally, that's it. We're at the end of the line. We have to at least discuss one non X Men look that we like. And Hemi, why don't you kick us off? I would love to go first because I think that you've already hinted at it during this podcast. Uh, if anyone's still listening, he <laughs> <laughs> dropped off after two hours. I think the best costume in all of uh, Marvel at all is is Spider-Man. I just think it's a cheap answer, but I just don't think it gets better than that. If you look objectively, it may not be my favorite, honestly, but I think it's it's the best. It's the best. Agreed. I think it's yeah. such a great look. What can you I, say? It's Spider-Man. I think like if you took out all the history of everything, you took out all the context and you just looked at costumes fresh, you'd say that this is a really good costume. You would know the character's name. <laughs> like, it's so good. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it's so two, funny. Two, 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 two. Chris Sims said on the podcast, maybe last year, he was like, this is a costume that's not supposed to work, but it does work. So 100%. Flink, who is your, who is your non-X-Men? Uh, I guess I kind of hinted at this earlier when I said that my favorite non-X-Men character is Carol Danvers. So definitely the lightning bolt Ms. Marvel Carol Danvers. Um, I get why it's not appropriate for the character now and why she's not wearing it anymore. Um, but man, I it's it's another classic Dave Cockrum design. Um, it's probably my favorite of his designs. And as we've said, he did all the giant size X-Men. So that's like really saying something. But Matt Black, thigh highs, red sash, lightning bolt, simple, effective, amazing. I, I, it's one of my favorites. I agree. I love it very much. That's how I. That's how I think of Carol always in my head. Really, over like the the more modern blue. Always, always, because I. That's how I got to know her in the. I mean, before the X Men anime series, the Fleer Ultra, where it was like Miss Marvel versus Rogue. Yeah, and that's I'm always going to envision Carol. I think she looks better now. Don't get me wrong, but for me, Carol will always be like that in my head. Yeah, to be clear, I love her Captain Marvel costume, especially with all of her looks. I love like binary. Could have been could have been binary. Binary is like up there as well. But like, how can I not give it to to the lightning bolt? But you maybe have other thoughts. No, I like it. I think I like. Look, I like the storm one. I think it looks like a very classic superhero outfit, and I love anything that's kind of like got that nostalgic look of an old worldly superhero outfit. So I like it, but it's a soft two for me. Regular toot for me. I think it's great. <laughs> Just a regular old toot for me. I love it. All right, Laverian lad, you're okay. not X-Men. My non-X-Men is a little bit niche. Uh, it is Doom 2099 in the blue cape, straight off of the cover of Doom 2099, number one. 
I just think, I mean, Doctor Doom, any of his outfits are absolutely amazing. And this one, for me, I mean, if I had to nitpick, I'd take the D off of his belt. I think that's pretty stupid. But the rest of it is just such a great, iconic outfit. And, you know, I think it was 93 when this issue came out. Yeah. I mean, this is really, like, I, I, you know, I had comics here and there before when I was a kid. But I remember walking into the comic book store and it was the, you know, um, shiny metal frame of this comic book. It had the shiny blue text. And I was obsessed straight from the second I saw it. This is the first series that I collected the entire thing of. Uh, I probably got multiple issues of the same, you know, multiple of the same issues of this. Um, this is for me probably my favorite Marvel look of anything. All right. Wow. I think the X Men, or excuse me, the 2099 looks are all fun. I, I, I'd be pressed to find one that I'm like, mm, I don't like that one. What? Well, halfway through the run, they switch him to a red cape and they change the armor a bit. And then I think that looks a boot, actually. I, th- oh, I hate that look. I and it, that. I was heartbroken with it. when yeah, they did that. Yeah. So I, I think it's around like yeah. Future Read. Future Read for Power Future of Read, Doom 2099. Halfway through, they shit his costume into something really ugly. So well, fuck, I, I hate it when they do that. I it's 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 shiny and chrome and spiky and shoulder pads. So obviously those are all things I would I have tooted in the past. So I would definitely toot again. Yeah, it's I didn't know I loved this character as much as I did until I saw this picture. Like Agreed. Doom it's is a great picture time. that you yeah love Aaron Lab. Yeah, it's it's incredible. This is a big it's where the namesake my my instagram moniker comes from my love of this this character specifically oh right okay boot (laughs) (laughs) Boot, boot. oh in that case boot oh in that case it it has significance to you boot 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 (laughs) no it's awesome i will bring us home for our final look to discuss thank you familia for staying with us for three hours i was gonna say force works wanda but I'm going to actually steal one of Flink's favorite looks, and it is Invisible Woman in her boob window. I love it. That cover, the foil, when you mentioned it, I just Googled it. The foil cover for 375, when she, with a jacket, without a jacket, it is just 90s realness. I love, I have no, I have no defense to say why. Like, if someone can be like, it's ugly for this, this, and that, and I'm just going to be like, but I love it. It works. It's fun. It's frisky. It pops on panel. I love it. Yeah. For anyone who is unfamiliar with this costume, Google Fantastic Four 375, and you're going to get the stupidest picture of Sue Storm in a four boob window costume uh, with a giant obnoxious gun. Yeah, right there. How can you not? I mean, yeah incredible incredible one of the greatest i I, it's one of the greatest things that has ever been printed in the pages of a marvel comic look at this one i just dropped in the chat i just i feel like i went with so many like kind of hot takes uh for my actual list that i went with the more safe miss marvel uh but this is right this is right on that line for best for best Marvel costume for me. I love it. I adore it. I feel like I'm about to cry. This is incredible. I've never seen this before in my entire oh, life. Really? So, 
Track down the issue in person because the background is chrome and rainbow and shiny and um, just like the most incredible thing you it's I I, I got I, this comic in the mail like in a subscription service when I was like eight years old and yeah I cried I was obsessed with it it is incredible it's gorgeous I love it I'm so glad we yeah, ended on a I, high note can you imagine had I done Wanda Horse oh yeah! Also, we said non X Men. I feel like putting Wanda as a non X Men is. Oh like... yeah, you're kind of fudging it there. But Force Work, she's very not. That she's is very, very yeah. X-Men. She's very not that era. She's 100. percent She may be a mutant, but she's definitely not. She's never had an X Men title though. In fairness. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, I'm okay. so happy to end on that, Sue. Oh my god. <laughs> Throw up your socials, people. Where can people engage with you? And if you have anything exciting coming up. Oh, God. I'll go. I'll go. I uh, My Instagram is Hammy73. Uh, my reach is terrible, so please go visit it. Give me a like. Say hi. Um, I'm celebrating 10 years of doing cosplay, so that's pretty exciting. I'm reworking a bunch of old costumes I was doing. I also have a book out called The Rise of a Superhero, Myriad. Check it out on Amazon.com. Uh, that's a website, right? Um, or, I don't know, other bookstores that are less sketchy. That's more brand promoting than I've ever done in my life, and my skeleton has left my body. Someone else, please talk. The three people who made it to the end of the episode are like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if Sean, they made it to the end of the episode, they probably already bought his book. Let's be yeah, honest. They're, like, they're only here. <laughs> the hammy stands are only here. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Ladvarian Lad on Instagram. What's coming up? Uh well, Dayspring's flying over to yeah. my neck of the planet for oh, MCM God. in a month. So that's exciting. Yeah, uh we're gonna, you're have gonna regret. You're gonna regret inviting me into your house. You so will. Like a vampire. <laughs> it's like... like I hate him. Like I'm still tired. Um, I like wake up in the middle of the night and I like knock on Flink's door. <laughs> and then and then I return the favor back in October when I fly to New York to come visit you for New York Comic Con. We're gonna have fun. We're gonna have fun. Flink, what do you have going on? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Flinkman. I do have some conventions coming up a little bit down the line, but I'm actually going to be falling into a little bit maybe of a social media black hole because I'm finally going on uh, my honeymoon to Romania, which has been delayed for Ooh. two years uh, due to you know COVID and war in Eastern Europe. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll be around, but I don't have anything super nerdy and exciting coming up in the immediate future. But if you love like Eastern European castles, it's going to be a real gas. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yes. I love that. I, we're at power of X-Men. We have stuff that happens. I can't even think of anything. I myself am burnt out <laughs> after recording three hours. So just engage with the podcast, engage with these beautiful humans, and we'll see you guys in the future. Well, thanks, Sugar. The age of apocalypse is now over, and we'll see you next time. The age of apocalypse is over. For now. <laughs> <laughs>